Yo, yo, this is The Sicko, a.k.a. The Co. You may remember me from such other podcasts as The Broad Street Breakdown and Gladys, The Groovy Mule. Yo, you're listening to my brother Jimmy on the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Jeff, 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 what, what, what? What's up, fellas? Welcome to uh, this is this is a shit show. Welcome to uh, episode twenty six of the, of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Yes, yes. Um, we got a fucking entourage in here today. Yeah, <laughs> yo, it's, yeah, we got a fucking crowd. All right. Um, there's no, there's, there's, there's never, there's never formal introductions. So I'm just gonna hand the mic basically over. To you, sir, and introduce yourself, and then we go around the room, and then we're going to end up to an empty seat, and then we'll get to that when we get there. That's a good one. Hello, Freddie Alva here. What's up, Freddie Alva? Doing good, man. Freddie Fred. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yeah, anytime, man. You want to go next? Yeah, Jia. 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 Yeah. Graffiti writer. That's right. Old school. Old school. Freddie Alva, <laughs> Old author school. of a new book. Old school. Yeah, yeah. We're going to yes. get to that. Yes, we will. Thank you. Sir? <laughs> Chaka Malik. Ghost Decibel singing for Burn. Oh, shit. <laughs> and now, right to my left, I have an empty seat because one Gavin Van, v- Van Vlack of Burn is stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. Yep. We think. Yeah. That's word around the campfire. And you said you weren't going to hold on to the mic. You yeah, were going to yeah. share with Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's clutching. Listen, clutching. listen, listen. He's I'm like, an intense guy. He's like, I'm not giving this fucking mic I fucking mean what I say. <laughs> yeah. this, this microphone will just... If you just, All right, I'm gonna turn it around to you. Stick right. in the middle. Who the fuck are you? Uh oh. I'm your worst nightmare. How about oh, that, brother? Oh, right. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna send you Ryuichi Sakamoto songs oh, forever, geez. brother. Did you know about that shit? Chopin, freaking no. Brahms. Listen, I like Brahms. Mm, Brahms. Listen. See? Listen, this guy talks about nonsense all the time. <laughs> John, Jimmy's like, is that is that a sort of noodle? Yeah. Brahms? Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. Comes with a little package. Yeah. There's all kinds of shit. Listen to listen to other podcasts, and every podcast he throws out like some 12th century composer, guys who played a tin whistle, some weird Dude, shit. Was that, was that your lute? I saw a lute that somebody had brought to the back. That was, was that, that was a friend of mine, a very okay. good friend of mine. He's a famous lute player. I just wow. had to check. Um, he just Getting flew in. I was gonna say lute. What are you even saying? I don't know what that is. Right. What a lute! It, 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 is it uh, in? Um, uh, is it a string instrument? It's a yes. string instrument. It's like, like, see? Well, what era would that be from? Uh, Renaissance, maybe. It is yeah, a Renaissance. A delightful plucking sound. Yeah, it's like, it's from the Bronze Age. Easy. No, a little later. A little later. A little later than that. Shit figured more out. We figured more out. Very, very, very similar to a classic guitar, basically. Meets a clavinet almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very, very beautiful sound. Yeah. Hey, I have right. some, some I know. records with some uh, I nice loop playing on it. All right, check <laughs> it out. I'm going to get this shit out of the way because as, as, as the loyal listeners of this show already know, I always rattle off all the social media shit at the end. And Jeff's rolling his fucking eyes at me. I'm not. I'm being good. I'm being good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm back from vacation. I'm good. All right. Very nice. Picking his belly button on a Florida beach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, 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 That's what too, Jeff does it now. It's too fucking hot for the beach. Are you kidding me? It's Florida. All right. Check it out. We're going to be discussing uh, Freddie Alva's new book yeah. published by D-Wolf Publishing by my boy Steve DeLodovico and Amy Yates-Wolfing. Shout out to those, uh, that guy and gal. Um, so real quick. So get your fucking pens out if you're listening, because this is some, you know, you got to be smartened up right now. Instagram, the following are all Instagram, at 
Urban Styles underscore book at Freddie Alva underscore NYC at Burn NYHC at Ghost underscore Decibels D E C I B E L S at GVV Strong at Physical Culture Collective at Blast Furnace Fucking Productions yeah, yeah. at Candiria the Band and yeah. also at No Slam Dancing Book. Facebook Facebook Urban Styles Graffiti in New York Hardcore Burn NYHC Physical Culture Collective Blast Furnace Productions The Brooklyn Blast Furnace Group and Page D-Wolf Publishing House Candiria Eyes of the Sun Lucky 13 Saloon yeah. And at the end, if I'm in the mood, I'll rattle it off again, but probably not. Yeah. Probably Rate, not. review, and subscribe good. on probably iTunes. Probably not. Probably not. Probably that was not. good. All right, relax. Let me do my thing good. here. <laughs> right. Freddie Alva, what's up, my man? Doing good, man. What have you been you up to? Us. What are you up to, bro? Hanging out with a couple really old friends. Cool. Uh, glad, super glad they're in my book. Uh, Talk to us about your book, bro. How did it all come about? What's the deal? Graffiti, New York Hardcore, exactly one and the what, same. What the title means, Graffiti in New York Hardcore. So exploring that connection between kids that grew up doing graffiti and either got into hardcore and brought that influence onto hardcore, right. specifically in New York. And you got into hardcore about when? Um, say 85, 1985. Right. Uh, went to a show, first time at CBGB's, uh, Raw Power, I remember the first band I saw. Nice. Uh, and then a year later, uh, I think I met good friend Jir by 86, one of the first skinheads I met in, in the scene. And we had a common bond, going up from Queens, being into graffiti, and being into hardcore. Mm -hmm. So the book basically details that bond between both scenes. Nice. What do you used to write? <laughs> 82, I wrote ZR, and okay. I really sucked. Horrible. And mid-87, 88, I tried writing yours, 174. Okay. That's like it. That. But now, I never got right. around anyway. Yeah, man. Good <laughs> shit. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the book is coming out Late October, we're doing a big book launch, October 20th, Powerhouse Books in Brooklyn. Yep, that's um, at 28 Adams Street, Friday, October 20th, 7 to 9 p.m., Powerhouse Arena. Smarten up, get hip, <laughs> fucking be there. Dude, relax with the Red Bull. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm drinking fucking no caffeine ginger ale. I'm going to put these headphones on you. You're going to hear what's going on over here. <laughs> that's all right. Listen, listen, people, need to, people need to fucking know. That's it. No, it's, it's all good. So... Basically, that's, that's the whole gist of the book. All right, cool. Gia, what's yes. up, bro? How are you, sir? You don't want to you don't want to release your real name, now, do you? Hell, I'm fucking no. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> that was a I'm an adult, I, I man. said that on question. I said that on purpose. <laughs> what's up, bro? When you start writing, what's your your little connection with this hardcore thing of ours? Uh, that's a trick question. Um, let me see. Started writing graffiti like everybody in New York when you're like eight years old, right? Yeah, you man. know, it's like you just. Saw shit on trains. You wanted to emulate that, you know. Uh, I was definitely more into graffiti than I was into hardcore, you know. Earlier on, uh, I think in those days, you know, you, you didn't really come across music until someone you knew played you something. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like on a tape. Right. And you were like, "What the fuck was that, man? That's mm -hmm. amazing." You know what I mean? Or and it blows your mind, and you can't go back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Graffiti was, you know, just the environment. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, different than now. You know, it's like it's all trains, right? So it's just constantly circulating, you know, 24-7, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the whole way around. 
so you were indoctrinated but it's a beautiful phenomena yeah know? man it's it's like all one and the same like there's a, there's a whole graffiti thing mixing with New York hardcore mm -hmm. skateboarding and all that oh, yeah. all totally. yeah, subculture yeah, yeah, yeah. shit is all basically one and the same exactly it's like if you were a skater chances are you were into punk rock mm -hmm. absolutely you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and vice versa right. it's if, like, you, if you were into graffiti you were Back then, you were into breakdancing, popping. If you rode a skateboard, you were a weirdo. Mm -hmm. People right. think you're like you're a fucking retarded. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, without like, a doubt. What the fuck is wrong with you? Grow up. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, fuck you know, all that. Yeah, I'm exactly. You know, it's like, yeah, this is like. Why but I mean, to trap. I mean, Chaka was like a great skateboarder. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he was, he man. Was, He'd be he like, was a, pew, yeah. you know, fucking. That's one thing I never. Did you ever skate with Team Skate Dive? No, I never skated, man. I, I skated, but I didn't, you know, like, I started smoking weed, and then I was like, fuck skating, man. I was like, fucking, you know, That happens to a lot of people. It, it did, yeah. man. I you sat on drinking, you saw smoking. Sat on the skateboard, wrote graffiti, that was it. You I know what I mean? I probably like, some of those tech tricks if I had started smoking. <laughs> we listened to skate, skating bands, skating hardcore, <laughs> mm -hmm. definitely. There's a lot of bands from the skating scene that matched into hardcore. So it's oh, another yeah. big uh, connection. Of course. Definitely. It's all Rock. fucking subculture yeah. shit. Like, I, I never skated, but I picked up Trasher Magazine just to... They, they would have these compilations. To order your vans out of the back of the fucking exact. magazine because they didn't sell And they have these really. compilation <laughs> tapes of all these hardcore bands, JFA, all these uh, the big skate bands. So definitely yeah. have connections there as well. Yeah, man. What compilation tape? Anything specific? Trasher Volume Seven. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Boneless right. One is in there. Who's on there? Who's on there? Boneless One. It's like an old like kind of speed metal band. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> look them up. Yeah, I'll fucking look <laughs> it up in the archives. So I never skated, but I love the whole skating culture. Yeah. yeah. Chaka Malik. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, brother? I'm enjoying some great conversation. Nice. I, I, I don't mean to be a bull boss. Oh, there you go. I'm enjoying some great <laughs> He was relaxing until you said that. Yeah. Chaka Malik, legendary fucking vocalist for Burn. Much respect. Yes. Uh, yeah, seeing you guys. We were talking before the mics went on. The first time I remember seeing Burn was... The first time I remember. It was, I believe it was... 1992 at the Marquee, yeah, which is long gone now. Yeah. Seen a million bands there. Bio has a leeway. A million yeah. bands. Fuck I it. believe it might have been like you guys, Icemen, Monkey Pub, Biohazard, maybe, or possibly there was, Leeway. There was there was a few really awesome Marquee shows. Um, yeah. one of them was the it was like. Uh, BDP sick of it all right. us ridiculous Yo, that was Craig but then there were some other ones that that I that right there that lineup I don't mean to cut you up but yeah, that yeah. lineup what the fuck away that, yeah. that, <laughs> that, <laughs> you're comfortable bro <laughs> slide the mic in because, between because I'm usually sitting here listen because blast furnace that blast furnace you guys need a tag you have a tag you have a tag we do need one of those fucking sound maker things. We do, we do need we'll this. Sample that. Right? <laughs> we're, we're already off the one, fucking rails. Chaos, chaos. That's it. Fucking off the rails. You should just sit on Johnny's lap. It'd be cute. I was like leaning because I'm usually over there when you were on the warp tour, so I got all fucked up. No, but Johnny, sit on his lap. It'd be cute. You guys, fucking no. So listen, back to back to that show with the marquee. Sick of it all. BDP burn. Like right there in and of itself. Like KRS One. Yeah. Graffiti writer. Yeah. Sick of it all. Legendary hardcore band, my personal favorite. Yeah. Like everything, the burn, you used to write 
Fuck yeah! At that time, we was, we was full on writing. At that time, yeah, that's fucking. It's just insane. Everyone's logo is well, not the burn logo, but every, you know, sick of it all had logos that were graffiti. Every, all these yeah, hardcore. We, we were writing burn all over the city at that time. We're not all over the city, Brooklyn and like yeah. Manhattan. Yeah, not really anything in like the BX or anything like that. What do you used to write? I used to write Expo. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I, I know that, but Expo the- XPO. Then I started writing. I started hanging out with this kid, EKX. Oh, yeah. And I used to like how he wrote EKS. Uh-huh. So I started writing E-K-S-P-O-E. And I remember, um, I think it was um, it was uh, SP. Great. SP was like, oh, I guess this is years ago. He's like, yo, you shouldn't, don't jock, don't jock that kid. He said, don't, he said, why are you jocking somebody? Write your, write XPO or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, yo, B, I hear you. But then I was also writing E, I was writing XPO, then I was writing EXPO, then I was writing EKS, just be phonetically, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I, you know what, I appreciated him saying that, being like, yo, like, fuck that, like, just write your own shit. He wasn't dissing EKS. Right. Don't scheme. Say yeah? S-K-A-M-E. Scheme? Yeah, before you were writing Xbox. Scheme, Scheme. Yeah. But that was, I never, I never yeah. wrote Scheme anywhere. Yeah. But I wrote Scheme in the house. <laughs> That's what, I mean, let's be realistic. When you're thinking of your tag name, you'd like, you're like, okay, this shit's got to phonetically sound hard, and it's got to be scary and a little bit mysterious, right? right? right. That's why you throw numbers in your shit. And they're the, letters, yeah. and they're the, and they're the letters you do best. Yeah, that's yeah, true, yeah, too. No, it's like, I, I, you know, or, or the letters that you're biting from your favorite you, you writer. You took the worst that's one. That's true. That's like you know the worst saying? fucking letter, man. It's yeah, like, I, I, you know, it's, I, like, you know, it, you can, it's hard to kind of make an X stylish. You can't. You it's just a fucking X. And that's partially <laughs> why <laughs> I had it through that E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, to yeah. give it, like, something that looked, you know, whatever. Right. Because the X could always be a character, right? You yeah, get, just you look, know, it like, doesn't look. I mean, it looks it looks stick figure. And then the yeah. P as well. Yeah, no. Almost every letter in my tag is just like the most boring that's tough, man. letters that's, that's, to make that's, flavor. That's some tough like, how do you throw? How do you do like a like a throw up X? It's yeah, I was doing I was doing them like kind of like bubbly, like like a bubble bubbly, thing, bubbly, kind of like with like the bottom had less of a um, an angle than the top. The top had a deeper angle, right. and the bottom had less of an angle for the X. Right. I mean, somebody like 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 somebody like MQ. How do you do a Q fucking throwy? But he's mastered that. Oh, he's Q's a crazy. Right. Them shit's crazy. He's mastered that shit. Yeah. Even back when I when, when I was riding the seven train, he was mastered that shit. Mm-hmm. He just evolved. I mean, that's a tough one too because you know Quick had that. Really, you know, iconic Q as well. You know what I mean? And and MQ sort of like really distinguished himself from that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, made his own. Yeah. Like how many many different ways can you make a throw up Q? You can't. You can't. That's that's a that's a hard task. Yeah. See, I used to write, but I wasn't really too much like on walls or a vandal like that. I would be like, I would like, I would smoke pot, and I would (laughs) and I would sit there with pencils and papers and erases and fucking all these little fucking markers and shit and smoke and and draw and certain letters. Like a pain in the ass. Certain letters I just didn't like. Every everyone likes an S. Everyone likes exactly. T's. Every, K, K everyone likes K's. Everyone likes an N. So that's funny because you guys were talking about KRS before, and it, and I thought of something, so I found a way to dial it back. But you're talking about tough letters. KRS, you know, like he used to be like king of the insides. You know what I mean? Like on the D trains, the B trains, and shit. all the panels low. Him and Saab were like kind of like they weren't bombing together, but Saab, the, yeah, yeah, Saab, yeah. So okay. Saab, you know, was was dog and stuff at the same time he was. Saab was like 13, right? You yeah. know, when he was like doing these insights, you know, like, so I knew Saab. Was he that young Saab yeah, when he was, yeah, he was He yeah. was like, a, you know, I don't know, runaway or some shit. You know, it's like fucking living in, living <laughs> in layups. Peace, Saab. Living, living in layups, yeah, definitely, man. You know, it's like, but, you know, that, that was an interesting thing because I remember meeting him later on the scene and I was like, Saab. I was like, wait, Saab, you bombing trains? He's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, Dude, you've been bombing a long time, and you're like 15 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how the fuck wow. you do that, man. You know, it's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, and it was, man. You know, like so, I, you know. But KRS, same thing. 
You know, I remember looking at KRS and looking at that tag and thinking, and then I saw him one day on 59th Street. I was coming, I was going up the stairs, he was coming down 59th Street, you know? Yeah. And he's like a fucking giant dude with all these dudes and big KRS fucking, you know, like, you know, gold plate shit. And I was like, yo, you care? He's like, yeah, man. (laughs) I kept walking. I was like, that's crazy, man. (laughs) That was like graffiti. That wasn't, you know, like when he really kicked off yet. You know what I mean? So I was like. You know, so there's there's a whole like idea of how pre-internet, how you become aware of somebody or a kind of sort of you know a citywide celebrity or something. You know yeah, what I mean? Like right. it would have meant nothing yeah. to anybody else. Right, you know right, what I mean? Yeah, but right. it would mean everything to everybody right, in New York. You know what I mean? Like you know, uh, I mean, like you're looking yeah. and scoping out those right. things. Like yeah. I, yeah. Remember, I remember like being in the train and like as the train is going by in a tunnel, like I would have like my my fucking hands like around my eyes looking out the window and just looking at all the shit passing by. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. ghosts used yeah. to fucking yeah. ru- like everywhere. Yeah. Ghost and fucking Kez 5 and all that shit from back then. So that made me think of someone that we knew when we got in the scene. I saw you you wearing a Cromax shirt. So yep. 86, we love the Cromax. Yeah. And we find out fucking Mackie. Yeah. <laughs> legend. Legend in graffiti. Yeah. And we're like blown away. You know, like yep. he's a big part of my book. I'm so incredibly uh, lucky to have gotten an interview and yep. a bunch of photos in. So exactly what you mentioned, that you knew him from before, and then you get into hardcore, and you recognize, oh, shit, this guy, legendary. Yeah, and he's man. also wearing a, you know, he's wearing the, uh, B-boy. The, yeah, B-boy fucking yeah, like, he's fur tall. hat on the back of that he's shit. All you know, he's all like, B-boy, yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the back of the age of all records. I think that dude writes graffiti or something. Man. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> so, if I could ask you guys a question, why do you uh, think... Hardcore and graffiti came together. What do you think there is? Turn that mic towards you. Worlds that kind of just like can, came can together. I, can I share something? Sure, I'll, sure, sure. Want, sure. This is exactly what I wanted to kind of mention. I remember when um, I would meet. We go to the. If you're right, I don't know if this is still the case, but mm-hmm. when I was right, especially like in eighty, between like eighty eight and maybe ninety one. If you wanted to meet writers, you would go to Canal Street because yeah, writers yeah, yeah. were selling fireworks on Canal Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the name of that graffiti store on the corner? Scrap. Right or fucking wrong? Yeah, no, you're totally right, man. Scrap. Scrap. But, 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 no, from this is way before no. Scrap. This so was that. Well, that was on LaGuardia. Right. This was before any of those graffiti places. No, like, that, everybody's just selling like dedicated. cherry bombs and blowing shit up yeah. for like fucking six weeks before yeah. fucking July 4th and car alarms going off everywhere. And it's just so like, you meet writers. So like me and my boy Free Five, you know, if you write, you've probably heard of Free Five. So we walk around and we would go and just be like, yo, we take our books and we'd walk around and just go like try to meet writers, right? So we ended up meeting this one writer who's like, yo, meet us, meet me here, we're gonna go bomb five. So I was like, dope. <laughs> so we go, right? Me and Free Five, we get down there. It's like a daytime lab where you jump down the tracks and you crawl up and there's a train parked against the rail from like um, um, uh, East, Eastern Parkway to like Franklin maybe, mm-hmm. lower level. And so this dude never fucking showed up. And so me and Fred are like, fuck it, we're going to bomb this shit. We have Mm -hmm. to. We have to. So we had just gone to Pearl Paint and got got these minis. So uni is a wide marker that's maybe, Mm -hmm. what, two two inches thick in chapter? Yeah, two. Mm -hmm. So a mini is half that. Mm -hmm. That was a lot. Like, we had to, we bought the mini. It was like $6. A lot of fucking money. You got to hold that shit flat. It's hard to use a fucking uni, man. And so Free Five had the fucking, he had the mini, and he's writing. We're doing outsides, right? And he drops the fucking cap. Mm. He's like, yo, Chai, drop the cap. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> so, like, I, I slithered down in between. The, I mean, it's like, you know, you got, you know, whatever it is, three feet in between a train and the fucking catwalk. Mm-hmm. And I got my hands, and I'm like, on the gravel, like the manufactured stone, right, that they have. And I'm, like, feeling around for the cap, can't find it. So I was like, yo, Chai, look. 
I'm like, I am looking. No, child, look. I'm like, fuck, I'm looking. He's like, behind you. I look up. And there's a motherfucker coming towards us. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, we just lost running. Running. And I just remember, like, that moment of being like, holy shit. Like, that, that moment of being like, we were doing art, and now there's all this adrenaline. Mm-hmm. That's what hardcore is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's and it's really kind of, you know what I mean like can yeah, you think sure. of any you know what I mean like mm-hmm. there's Absolutely. art but then there's all this like rush of energy sure. almost unexpected right, right. but yeah. Yeah. somebody somebody else go it's like it's, you know what to me that, that like I think about that a lot actually because it's like th- there was such a convergence of things from the early '80s on that sort of matched the environment right so everybody talks about old new york and you know fucking this thing thing. you know like little italy had people who were italian that lived in it in chinatown and people were chinese you know what i mean it's like and they were ethnic neighborhoods you know Mm -hmm. yeah and you didn't go in those fucking neighborhoods everybody would give you a hassle you're walking on a block you know like they would give you a hassle Mm -hmm. it wasn't like you just walked down mott street right you didn't you did but the lines were way thicker back yeah yeah exactly hateful but you just Mm -hmm. didn't do it no they were like who are you yeah get the fuck out of here Mm -hmm. why are you over here get Mm -hmm. out of here you know and it's and i think the thing that sort of you know sort of united kids who were curious about stuff were places that were kind of virtually abandoned. The subway is abandoned well, yeah. because it's 24-7 and no one wants to be on the subway. So mm-hmm. there's your fucking gym, you're, you're smoking weed in the subway, you're drinking mm-hmm. beer, you know, like you're writing graffiti. Even in the suburbs, they go to the fucking railroad. railroad exactly. You know what I mean? Like you, you're, you're hitting layups, you're doing whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know. Not everybody wants to do that, so you're hanging out in the deuce, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're like, yeah. you know, sitting on the staircase, tripping your ass off at mm-hmm. three in the fucking morning, you know what I mean? And it's like you're, you're walking down the deuce, which is not like now, but you know, it's like you're just like, what the hell is going on? You know what I mean? It was fun, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, there he goes. <laughs> yo, yo, the car just pulled up. <laughs> so, but the, I would say yeah. the other thing that happens with you know with everybody like that, music's the same thing. Everything you know below 14th Street, you could do whatever you want, right? You know, what I mean? it's it's like choose your own adventure. It's you know, uh, you're left to your own devices and figure it out. Lawlessness is that part of what you're trying to? What you're convincing? not really because you know, when was there was definitely ever- more lawlessness. So there's no cameras. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I don't think it was lawless. It was like because I think you know, there's there's, there's no vacuum. You know what I mean? Like right. you know, some other power structure comes in. You know, so it's like. Who's the guy in the corner who's gonna decide right. what's going on? Sure, you know what sure. I mean? Right. So, outlaw. Yeah, outlaw. Exactly. Right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, it's like yeah, it's like right, right, right. when people the simpler rules in a way. You know what I mean? And also, it's like how do they feel that fit that they fit into? Yeah, or, or, exactly. You know, the scheme, the social scheme yeah. that they right. fit into. Absolutely. You know, hearing that story, another angle I was thinking about when you mentioned the story of Free Five. Free Five must have been like. 13. At he that probably time. was exactly 13. 13. So the thing about graffiti and hardcore is a youth thing in New York. Mm-hmm. You're young. It's a long thing. What's up, Gavin? <laughs> Join us. Gavin has joined us, ladies and germs. Uh, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Gavin? Chains up, Gavin. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Good what's to up, see man? you, man. Good to see you, brother. Uh, jump right yeah, in. You, you and Chop are just gonna <laughs> cool. share that. Mic. I need a refill. Okay. All right. Cool, man. We're talking about free five. But what I was saying was there story. was a time when we got we got chased, and the moment where being creative, riding on the side of the train, and the imminent danger of holy shit, like this is not safe. When yeah. those two things met, that's the closest thing for me that I can. 
equate to that feeling of like feeling stoked at like a hardcore show and like getting yeah, the, getting right. the energy. You know what I mean? So yeah. kind of bringing you in. Yeah, it's I mean, it's weird because it, you could, I mean, especially in the trains, it could be any number of things. You didn't know what was gonna what was gonna happen. Um, as far as like you get rolled up on by Vandal Squad, you get rolled up by just by fucking transit cops, yeah. um, and then it could you know then there was also other crews, and then <laughs> and there was there was times because it was so dark and they were like you'd be getting puffed up and the guys rolling into the into, into the into the layup were like your boys because <laughs> you can't um, fucking see. I mean, I, I remember I remember walking. Uh, I, I was street momming in uh, Astoria one time and. Uh, it was it was almost like it was like like mesh mesh aok out of nowhere off the Astoria layup like jumped off the, off the trains onto the streetlight and climbed out it was like and that's like I put that post up the other day about the closest thing you come to superheroes is the guys that like you know because I I remember at one point. Um, I'm gonna incriminate myself. Hopefully, it's statues of limitations. Statue of limitations is yeah, long over. Yeah, <laughs> at 175th, and I was up in there. It was up there. It was like it was enough. Then J A. Smith and Nike, and we got rolled up on by Vandal Squad, like for the full on. They 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 hit us hard, and uh, we were. We were all trying to just like we we're just blowing the layup up, you know. It was like it was like Misty fulfills and fucking enough was going nuts on the insides and um, <laughs> yeah, with markers, yeah. And <laughs> and uh, but but of course Smith Smith doesn't do that. Smith no, rolled, I've been on a paint. Smith man. Smith yeah Smith rolled into oh. the layup with buckets. Mm. Yeah yeah dude, I love that shit. With fucking buckets, love that, man. with bucket <laughs> paint. Yeah yeah yeah. And yeah. we're just like you're gonna piece hell you know? and, fucking yeah man. You know. And, <laughs> it's like, you know, and, and like some rev shit, like rev. Nah, nah, fucking, nah, nah. This no. is a thing that fucking Smith and Sane worked out, and, I, and like you know, buckets of legit paint. Oh yeah, Yo, they, yeah. No, they would roll. They were the guys that started the, the roll the bucket, their fucking the, names yeah, out. They, they would do the bucket. All all their bases were bucket paint mm. because it's more economical yeah. and it makes yeah. fucking zero noise. <laughs> yeah, sure. These guys were like yeah. so stealth, man. Sure. I, we got busted out of Queens Plaza. Me and Smith and Sane are standing there. We're getting ready to just do a little house on the on the end of Queensboro Plaza, you know. And the, and yeah. these cops, we're just getting we walk down the tracks, and these cops are like, "Oh, oh what are you guys doing?" Right, we're like, "Oh, no, 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 sir." <laughs> Roger says, <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, "He's like, no, 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 we were just, uh, I, I had to take a piss, you know." And the guy's like, "What's in the bag?" He's like, uh, "You know, house paint. We're house painters." <laughs> and the cop opens the bag, and it's fucking like eight gallons of fucking house paint, and he was just like. I don't fucking believe you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's house paint. I'm walking down the track. Well, was house house paint. Paint. And he was like, I don't fucking believe him, but he left us. You know? wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's amazing. Exactly. Um, yeah, but I remember, I mean, that's one of the reasons that, like, Bond, like Smith and Sam, like, dragging me along is because I can haul a lot of paint, you know? Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> but, uh, Yard meal. Yeah. The same used to carry, like, Five gallons in that army bag. Yeah, man. you know what it's like. He would roll. He would roll with with like, and he would do all his bases. Like he carries some cans for like the detail Outline, work. Little but, you know, thing. I mean, it's funny because you brought up revs, and I mean, I mean, the first time I remember revs because there was always this whole thing with like, oh, Revlon, Rev. Like, he's fake revolt, but he would do stuff. Him and Jimmy Nine Twenty Six back when Houston was all, and this was like the first forty into like really guerrilla arting it. And it was so cool because 
Him and Jimmy 926 would go in with a white van, <laughs> and full, full, full daylight, full daylight, and they would go in with with uh, with painter suits on, and they would buff out the whole thing like white paint over the whole thing, and they pull away where the van was with the revs and a Jimmy 926. <laughs> it, was like, you know, it was all the way down the house, and it was so like it was just so just like holy cow! Like he's just like, let's talk about throwing people under the bus because he's just like nailing throw ups and pieces and all this shit. The only thing left there was their stuff. Mm. And that to me was kind of genius. Yeah, sure, man. You know? But it's it's fun, right? It's mischief. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I think I think the the spirit of graffiti. Is mischief, it right? Is. It's it's mischief and creativity, right? You know what well, I mean? I mean, let's sure. it, 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 I would agree with that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Th- um, and it's fun. You know Niels, what I mean? It's like Niels, okay, on the first Murphy's Law record, you used to write Wampum, right. and that that is the, the the kid with the graffiti can. That's right. Niels, yeah, yeah. Uncle Al- <laughs> we're running, like, and that is like the typification <laughs> of mischief. Right, right. You know, it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, um, he did some classic. Uh, it was something to do. Classic flyers, yeah, classic. Yeah, you write graffiti. You go to someone's house. You you know like. You're doing all kinds of crazy things, like whatever day of the week, you know, you're you doing say, one say thing or the other. About you know? hardcore, all these kids, you know. Yeah, you go yeah. to a show on Sunday, Friday and yeah. Sunday, and then, you know, like. Well, that was the thing, too, is you like know, trading, trading, trading flicks and trading cans, the same thing as trading like seven inches in tapes. Oh, yeah, yeah. To yeah, a degree, yeah. you know, and stickers. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I remember, like, we used to go, I used to go, like, on these, like, Fourier's upstate, like I would boost a car hey, and like go up, go upstate to like before they got wise to like racking paint, <laughs> and you go into like like a, a Montgomery Ward. Or I know, I know like this. That. I know how this story is gonna end, right? Yeah. Now. Someone's running through the parking lot. <laughs> oh god, yeah. But you used to be able to go in there and like, I mean, you go in there with like an art portfolio and walk out with paint. Yeah. I mean, and I remember stories of sir. I don't know, I don't want to incriminate, but people walk like going to Home Depots and walking out with with shopping carts, literally out would just fill it up and walk. Through the gardening section, <laughs> and just walk right out into the, into the, into the parking lot, throw it into the car, you know, cousin Frank, cousin Frank, man, you know, I gotta say, you're like, yeah, he was fearless, fearless as far as that goes, and, and maybe a lot of that was dust muscle, but you know, it's like <laughs> that counts, that counts, you know, it's like you know, yeah. dust muscle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never heard that. Dust muscle, that man. fucking it's, rules. It's, it's a real fucking thing. Oh, I know all about it. Like you got 116 in Lennox yeah. and then go bombing. Yeah, yeah. A, little, a little crazy Eddie. A little crazy Eddie, oh, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what, man. There's there's some stuff that was done absolutely outlandishly that man, I, I I refuse to believe that uh, like a sober individual did it because that that's another level of insanity. Like you see some perm spots that go up, and there's very few there's very few people that had the wherewithal to go out there on the real, on the missions of like really, really hard to hit spots. And one of those was Smith. Oh, oh. Smith didn't wow. drink, yeah. didn't do it. everything stone cold yeah. sober. Really? You when know? I used oh, to, yeah. when I used to go with those guys, like doing shit, you know, like you'd be like, okay, so we're gonna jump from the rooftop to the highway. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but it's like yeah. fucking 15 feet across. It's like, just hold your arms out. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> I re- okay. But then I did it. I remember, you know, it's okay. like, you know. I remember uh, me and me and Sane um, were, were in the, all those, all those really dope lofts on the side of the Williamsburg Bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember ripping. Dude, I was just by there today by your old crib. Yeah, ripping, ripping old, old phone wires out 
so we could rappel down the side of a building to get to the fire escape, which there was only half a fire escape. You go inside, have to go up the stair, come out. And we, I mean, it was shoots and ladders, but just to get that spot, you know. And we had like we had war with like it was like like because back then it was like Buzz and Asp were like the big writers in that sector, you know. Um, and there was back and forth just blowing people. I was just shit gonna up. ask about that because you guys, you know, you guys speak about like mischief and how that connects to <laughs> like graffiti oh, yeah, and that also so connects good. to music yeah, yeah, yeah. in some way. So <laughs> let's talk about some of the like the infamous beef that certain artists might have had, certain writers might have had back then. Or maybe uh, well, I mean, you, 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 you want to have a beef that you, you got you gotta start with beef kings and there there's there's only one that stands yeah, above yeah. the rest, and that's Cap MPC. Yeah. He didn't give a fuck. Right. Cap was the man. Oh, yeah, and everyone else yeah, after yeah, that, insane like, insane. I think J.A. brought like it to another level of, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just, like, you know, you know, to an international level almost. Um, yeah, I know, I know about, like, that whole J.A.M.Q., J.A.M.Q.B. like, fucking... I remember, I remember driving down Linden Boulevard in like the early 90s and there would just be the entire Linden Boulevard like I would drive down one day and it would just be all JA and then I would go down like two days later and every single JA fill-in was all MQ it's a lot and it would be all JA yeah, a lot of hard work you know it's dude like, that's fucking dedication yeah, like no, no, for no, real that's on both sides yeah, no, that's a lot of hard work you know it's like bring it back also like Madden Fade MPC when they have the oh yeah they killed everything highway stars yeah yeah they would really kind of like some of the first ones, you know, like yeah. Madden and Fade were doing it, me and Mod were doing it, yeah. you know, there was, there was, you know, because right at that time the subways were starting to become less, the, 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 there were less, there were less lines that stuff was still running on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it just started gradually migrating out and the next best thing was highways, you yeah. know, and yeah. The, so TMR was kind of out one. They were farther out. And then yeah, me TMR and Mod were doing shit on like the Grand Central and the yeah. BQE and and Coma. And then uh, and then you know like people were just like starting to creep in on it. And then at some point the BQE was the best one though because there was no shoulder. Yeah, it didn't matter. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'd be yeah. go out there so blunted, you know what yeah. I mean? Like cars go boom, boom, You know, just like oh fuck. You can walk for miles, man. You know, I mean like like. Crews, crews that lived on beef. There's, I mean, but if you mention gotcha. beef, like in the in the when it spill over into the hardcore scene, mm-hmm. the graffiti crews, and things got a little, little crazy. At the yeah, time, yeah, that was odd. But I mean, it's yeah. like it was kind of um, like I remember. I think about J A. Because J A. Basically. Everybody wanted that scalp for a long time, like. And but I he was co- he was courting that. Oh, he totally. You know what I mean? It. it was like he, he went over totally everybody. Courted. You know what I mean? It was but like, like him having beef with like, and I. But was, that started at 175th. You know, like like there, there was a lot of dudes who were like you know straight up like going over everybody. Oh yeah, start well, with I mean, cap and it, but, just, but it Jay, went down. I mean, you know, like the J came out originally 156. Right now, exactly. And Omni and John One brought him out. And you Omni. Know. 
Yeah. I did one of my first pieces with Omni, actually. Yeah, funny, Dan, I, But that guy didn't really... Yeah. He didn't really piece too much, you know what I mean? He was like, When he did, it was epic, though. No, he was great. So amazing. He's fucking great guy, man. Um, yeah. So what would happen if, if you bumped into a guy going over your shit? Like, what... Like, what oh, there's I, problems. Yeah. You oh, get fucked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like... Jeff's not from Listen, this world I, at all. I grew up in the sticks, so this is like all fucking... New, and I, <laughs> yeah, we have small... And I, yeah, yeah, well, here's the thing. is like, I'm mad country. I grew up in New Hampshire, so... I mean, we moved down here... I was a kid and I got involved in that. So it was kind of like one wilderness to another. That's a good way of putting it. I grew up in Massachusetts and I started coming here in the early 90s and the trains were getting, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. was all starting to fade. 96 you know I mean? was the so. last of the bomb trains, correct? Is that right? I, no, was that I, late? I, I think early, it was like 89. The bomb trains like destroyed trains, but then they had that system where if you did something. and those guys were doing a lot of clean cars. At the end of the run, it would come back in service and it would be Cleaned, gotcha. yeah, but like like graffiti on the trains, like you know, it's it's yeah, pointless no, at this point. I just remember, like, I mean, like the Bronx, like stuff coming down from the Bronx, like Cope, like oh, Cope yeah. just just had those fucking just Cope, and there was like that guy's been bombing a long, long fucking time. Fucking time. And, you know, well, that like, was those were really entertaining because okay, at that point there was not a lot of people remember Cost and Doc. Mm. Well, cost out of you know cost yeah. with reps. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I had beef with those guys, mm. and uh, and through that I ended up getting into you know, like shit with like three fifty seven, which because I courted that beef, JA and I basically because also Became JA friends. was friends with Dave. Yeah, was saying so it was kind of like well you know the enemy of my enemy. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. My no, friend. exactly. And we had Caesar. Oh, Caesar, Caesar one five six. Patrick. No, 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 no. Brooklyn Caesar, right? No, who's that kid? Oh, man? so it's C C's FK? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I, I remember later, man. It was something else. S yeah. C's F or C C's C? C. Nah, a kid from downtown. <laughs> yeah, did you see everybody had a fucking oh, name that kind yeah. of like yeah, fucking sounded like Caesar somebody else? Caesar FC. Yeah, 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 exactly. Caesar FC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and you had static with him. I no, I've known had Pat static. A long time. I haven't heard that I've in a long known, time. He had oh, yeah. static schism. I've schism. Known, I've, known, yeah, I've known Patrick Mahoney for a long time. We were friends for a long time, but then got a little. Yeah, you got to pack on some muscle if you're gonna muscle up. You know, it's just that plain and simple. Um, and a lot of guys would, you know, just get a little too high on paint fumes. So to speak, and start yeah. thinking like, "Yo, I'm a king." This, that, and yo, well, you gr yo, gravity affects us all, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah, you're no, gonna it's... fall down just as hard. Uh -huh, and uh, but yeah, Pat and I had some static <laughs> for a while. We're good now. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he was he was a talented, talented artist. But I had problems with 357, which, as far as I know, I mean, it's, I still do. <laughs> you know, it's like, that was but never a result. This long after them, do you think people have buried a hatchet or no? Nah, if I if if I know they would, I, I, I personally don't care. Right. I don't care. But it's like, it was never a resolved situation because there was just, I mean, those guys, I mean, they were like one of those last, like, real neighborhood crews. Like, they had oh, yeah. the whole Sutton Place area on, in that area. All the way uptown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the funny thing is, that I used to bomb with Baron. Yeah. We were, I was just talking about him. A few yeah. minutes ago, yeah, that dude was a cool guy, yeah, man. Very yeah. fucking cool yeah. guy, man. Very yeah. good guy. Yeah, was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, 
There, I mean, there was some things that overstepped boundaries, I think, with the 357, like when JJ passed away. There were people calling them up and being, you know, back when people had rotary phone shit, um, calling them up and being like, you know, just saying shit. Like, that shit was always kind of like, you know. That shit was always, th- so here's the thing that fucking always pissed me off about graffiti, right? You know, it's like, everybody gets in this little, you know, sort of thing, you know what I mean? Like, they're sort of like tightly wound into this, you know, identity. You know what I mean? And it's like, and, and graffiti was an incredible thing, man. Yeah. It was, really was. And yeah. look, for better or for worse, graffiti was invented and, you know, developed by New York City fucking teenagers mm-hmm. for like yeah. 20 years before it went anywhere. Yeah. Really. Course, you know yeah. what I mean? But it was all teenagers. Mm-hmm. So it's like every kid is going through their little hormonal changes and having their, you know, oh, like. all crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, it was insane. You know what I mean? So there's a. There's a whole. Uh, no, I mean, what's cool? What's cool is like the, the culture of it, though. Like there were fucking movies based around it and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it's no, like actually, yeah. I wanted to bring that up to you guys actually. Where, like, where were you at mentally when when movies like Beat Street came out? Was that something I think that everybody guys- everybody that watched Beat Street knew that the pieces weren't. Uh, in, uh, representative of the flies. The shit was wild. Yeah. Totally that shit was wild. Yeah. But, 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 but yeah. except for the battle but, film that you yeah, 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 exactly. But, but, but <laughs> that, right? that, that was dope. That was, that was there dope. was something yeah, yeah. about it that, that the romanticized graffiti, and for me, it was huge. Beat Street was a huge movie for oh, me. I was a kid, yeah, dude. And like I when I saw that shit, let's be real. Let's be real. They had the craze. They built the apartment with the girlfriend and some shit. And then they didn't get hit by the train. Spit and all that yeah, shit, yeah. dude. That shit was intense oh, for me. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's right. But you know what? I, I'll tell you the truth. For me, that was crazy. At whatever yeah. age but, I was, but I was like twelve or thirteen years old. For me, that was it because I was getting into graffiti. I was getting into hardcore. I just started playing guitar. I was like fourteen years old, and I saw that movie, and all for the me, it was just like you know everything, everything about it: breakdancing, graffiti, music, the struggle, the all, right? The, everything about yeah. it. Just I. I understood it because I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. I'm from here. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw it every day of my life. And that made it, in a way, it made it like it made it more romantic for me. It made it, I could walk through my streets and see beauty instead of being like, holy shit, I live in a fucked up it. place. Yeah, it, puts, it, was, it puts in a whole different context. Thank you. That's a perfect sure. way to put it. It put it in the context. So there's a funny thing about that, right? You know, and I think to dial it back a little bit towards the book, in a way, is when... <clears throat> When I, I went to high school, I dropped out of high school in that grade. But I went, I went for a little bit. I went to school in the Bronx, right? You know, uh, and the first time, you know, I came out of the ground. You know, I'm like 13 years old, going freshman year, and you're, you know, going up whatever Jerome Avenue. I forget. It's on the four train, right? You know, and you're coming up until like Burnside Avenue, 180 Street, all either side of the train. It was fucking piles of bricks. This mm. shit looked like fucking Dresden, Berlin, yeah. and yeah. World War II. Yeah. This shit was like this for fucking ever, man. No mm. one gave a fuck about this city. Mm-hmm. No right. one gave a fuck about anybody in the Bronx. Yeah. No one gave a fuck yeah, about anybody in the Lower East Side. That yeah. dumb country. Exactly, yeah. man. Yo, dude, they, they fucking, the city found money to put plywood in windows mm-hmm. and paint and fucking paint, plants on them. paint plants on them. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? you, man. It's like, fuck off, man. Are you serious? You know, it's like, yeah. It's absurd, man. Scotch tape on right up on the Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, they did this shit all over. The city was bankrupt in in the mid seventies. I mean, this is insane. It was just like a nightmare. It was a fucking nightmare. Any any loans 
to the city, basically, you know, the legendary yeah. Ford to City drop dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it was it was a it was a nightmare. If you no, 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 no exactly. You were living in a. It didn't matter what part of the city you lived in, because I grew up in a nice. I grew up in Sheepshead Bay. Yeah, and you know, and I born in '73, so I've been here my whole life. Yeah, yeah, but. I left my neighborhood, and we were talking about those lines yeah. crossing those neighborhoods. Yeah, didn't matter where you went into. No, you were an outsider in that neighborhood. That shit was like didn't warriors that, for real. It, it you know what I mean? It was color, like, you know. if I went into Garrison Beach, yeah, they knew I wasn't from there. They're like, where you, know you from? I, mean? I got chased out. What high school you go to? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's totally. like, yeah. So it was, it was a very, yeah, it was tragic. exactly, very you know? different, very different like social structure than we have now. Obviously, we everybody. And I think that it's important. People try to sometimes like I think push a lot of racial shit when a lot of it's tribal. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. anything that happened recently, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking talking about the affinity of groups who want to be like, oh shit, man, yo, yo, let's chill. I know you from yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. You're my next door that's, neighbor. That's Doesn't matter normal. what color you are. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I remember my first experience to fucking New York City. I'll never fucking forget it. I was in fuck too. <laughs> it was like 1992. I'm in fucking, and, I, and we saw the Guar was playing at fucking Lemoore. Okay. And I've heard, been here in Lemoore, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, fucking, dude, we're in like Times Square area, and we're like, dude, we're gonna make it to Lemoore. You know what I mean? <laughs> never fucking, never used the subway before in my fucking life. I had no in New York. Idea no yeah. idea. I'm like, dude, we are getting to fucking Lemoore. Two Lemoire hours to from now. Lemoire. Yeah. Like- so, dude, of course, we get off in the fucking wrong stop. I don't know where the fuck we were. Dude, and out there at that time, that 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 time, they were all the wrong stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I went to a baseball show by myself. I was scared yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 I don't know where the fuck we got off, but I just remember we're walking through this fucking, <laughs> fucking neighborhood. Ducky boys. This is you know. So dude, so we're walking through. There's a black dude standing on the corner, and he starts. There was three of us. He starts singing to us. He's like, "What?" Boys, fucking rule in my neighborhood. <laughs> and like he's singing to us, and we're like, "Oh fuck!" We saw a fucking cab going. That's like, probably, oh, 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 dude, like, that's probably scary if he started yelling and chasing you. It's scary yeah. that he's singing to you, bro. I was shitting my fucking pants. I was like five foot nothing, like fucking. Uh, like, don't oh, you oh, miss God. it though? Don't you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> that was me, except I was in like the fucking wrong, right neighborhood. Yeah, 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 I know. I'm here for the show. I know I'm a black guy in the neighborhood. I'm here for the. Don't call the police. Don't call the police. Don't call the police. Don't call the police. I remember the one one of the one of the layups in the Lower East Side. There was a couple small spots like in the Jays and the F. They used to lay up at Second Second Avenue on the F. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that layup basically was homeless hotel. It was homeless hotel, drug, <laughs> like, drug, like yeah. hot, like it was, it was like. Ain't it still that way though? I mean, yeah, yeah it is yeah, actually. They're, <laughs> they're supposed to be doing all this to work, but I remember going in there with. I went in there with Vifer and Shammer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Shama? Shama, yeah. Viva still has yeah. shit running. Wow. Yo, Viva, Viva does Viva does his all Comes back once a year. I still see I still see VFR yeah. all over and we the place. Went, we, went, we went in there and I remember Shama. Shama was Sharif was like, yo, yo, he's like, yo, I gotta get a broomstick. And I like I was like, what are you type? And he taped a knife to the end of this broomstick. <laughs> and he's like, I'll stab at anything that moves. <laughs> and it was legit. I went back there and people had TVs and VCRs set up. They were living back there. Yeah, it was, it was like a shooting gallery. It was gallery. Chud, man. Chud. Yeah, it was, it was like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like, it was like something out of New Jack City. Like, mm-hmm. like people on couches just like shooting out, shooting up. Like, it was so fucking, it was a dope layup because you could fucking hit like, uh, from you know, it was like you had a, you had a you had a walkway and you could hit the whole thing like the whole train. Right, right. But it was like 
getting through there was just really you had to put on like battle armor. Yeah. You Yo, know? Any I mean, I know I was thinking about Grant Avenue. You've been to Grant, Grant Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, talk about Grant Avenue. That's probably yeah, the scariest layup. That me, lay, yeah. Because to get to it the way I knew is you had to climb down, down that ladder. To send through a ladder that and fucking you don't have ladder. no idea what the fuck is there. Right, right, right. Grant's tomb he's yeah. the yeah. Yeah. Intra- Introduce yourself, bro. How's everyone doing? How's everyone uh this is Smog of R I S. What's up, man? How's it going? Nice to meet you, man. Yeah, nice to meet you guys. I will say Smog is another uh Person interview in the book, mm-hmm. got a full interview, bunch of his pictures, and glad to have him here. Yeah, my husband that never was. How you doing? <laughs> hey, uh, how you doing? <laughs> You're sitting at a table with uh, your fellow husband. Uh, uh, no, some of these guys are uh, you know beautiful musicians. Um, yeah, Grant was a dope place back in the day. I used to love that layup, and it was um, it was such an eerie fucking place. Yeah, so it, eerie with the fucking the, the up the what was that the, the train running on the, there was something yeah, elegant. There was a high track, high track up, up, up in that ladder. Beautiful. And you know what was great about it back then the. Train Trains used to make such a nice hum. It was like they were sleeping and breathing. Yep. You don't hear yeah. that anymore yeah. in the layups anymore. And uh, it was a dope spot. I remember taking Duel there, and he was so fucking annoying, man. Describe your entrance uh, into the layup. Uh, we back then we we just um, we went through the hatch actually. That's you went through the hatch on the street. I escaped yeah. through the hatch. One yeah, time. we just went right through the hatch. <laughs> in the street. I promise. We you. had a uh, many yeah. times. I didn't know it was there until I like, right, for, for the people who are listening who don't know who aren't smart enough, what is the hatch in the street? The manhole cover or no, no. It's actually it's a big square ladder pop. If you, if you okay. jump on in the right way, it'll pop up yes. here on the street. But, but yeah. describe, describe your entrance. Sorry. Yeah, that we went through the hatch. A lot of times we just used to like a pry bar and we would get in there that way. And back then, it was such a burnt layup that nobody would go to that it was so burnt that nobody was actually watching so burnt, what does burnt mean for burnt, me, oh, burnt means that means uh, a lot of vandal squad would be right. watching it but, but it was so burnt that everyone was afraid to go to it but we were just going and no one no, there was no Vandal Squad actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were mostly watching other spots at that. Because they had already spooked that spot. Yes, exactly. So well, at that at that that's, point, that's always the time because we were hitting the the elevated J's. Yeah, that was. And dope. they were all over there because like you yes. five and all those guys. Those kids yeah, ruined it. They, Sony, kids, Audi. They, yeah, they ruined. They, they yeah, they're like toys. Land. They're breaking windows. That's yeah. what they didn't like back then. Yeah. We didn't break windows, even though I wanted to, but no, we didn't break windows. But it was. <laughs> but I was the same. Going back to the homeless too. Essex Street was known for their homeless. I've seen people have sex there, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and how, uh, oh wait, how, how many? How much? How long did you watch? <laughs> no, no, just like we were doing insides, we were coming through and we like see two people humping. Oh, Essex like, on the Essex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's so many, there's so many little weird layups in that. And it was during the crack yeah. epidemic. Oddly, it's on the F. This is well. yeah, Essex and this is during the crack yeah. epidemic, and I'll never forget there was this uh, crack whore just sleeping, and uh, <laughs> this crack whore is sleeping, and she has no underwear on, and her fucking vagina is just spread open. And this guy comes to us. He's like, "Yo, check this out." We just finished painting, and we're like, "What?" He's like, "Yo, that shit's the vapors." And my friend Storm was dusted. Everyone was on dust back then, and he's had his face right in there. His nose is like, "Yo, smog, check this shit out." (laughs) And then I was like, "Yo, it's dope." He goes, "Yo, give me your aluminum." So he had this rust-oleum aluminum engine block paint, and he just sprayed it right into her vagina. She got up like Dawn of the Dead. She went right for me, and she goes. What the fuck did you do to my pussy? I go, I didn't do anything to your pussy, lady. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. She's like, you fucking did something. My pussy's burning. My pussy's burning. And then everyone's getting up. People are pulling shanks out. We got the fuck out of there real quick. 
Oh. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Damn, dude. But it was like it was, <laughs> I did, definitely didn't think I was going to hear about that today <laughs> yeah, on this podcast. <laughs> me neither. By yeah, any means, Silverhampton Block. <laughs> Storm yeah. with the smog. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want to think, I don't want everyone to think that all train lamps. There were some lamps like like. Like Forest Hills lamp, oh. civilized. Oh, that was such a civilized. You, pussy. Hey, that was yeah. <laughs> you go get some bagels and you fucking yeah, have some bagel you walks and pop the hatch, go get a bagel. Seventy like, yeah. fifth uh, Avenue was yep. dope. Yeah, and, 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 and by the way, Storm played in the great. Woodside Queens band, Stamp Route. Oh, yes, yes. And they're playing bass with them. Yeah, he was, exactly. on, he was on the New Breed compilation. Nice. Right? I think wow. about, yeah, yeah, and yeah. now he found Jesus, so I, you know, like most <laughs> hey, of these guys. Hey, good stuff. Hey, where was he? Whatever floats your boat. You know? he, was a, he was a DM's brother. He was a Woodside kid. He's a Woodside guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. One of, one of Ghost's uh, many uh, minions. Minions, yeah. <laughs> I see you just touched on hardcore bands. Let's talk a little bit about Burn. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, boy. See, you can't Chaka, leave. step up to the mic. What are you about to leave? No, I'm trying. I'm trying to let other people. You get away that easy, guy. Nah, yo, the opposite. I wanted to let Small get some. Oh, that's very nice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 Small, Small. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Burn, new record, do or die. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Talk about it, bro. Fuck. Comes out. Gavin, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a silent partner. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So, so new record's fresh. Comes out um nine five. I guess we have to agree. It's oh, that's fresh my birthday. I said it. Happy birthday. Nine five or nine eight. Ill, Ill, nine. Bro. Wait. Nine, nine eight. Nine eight. Nine eight. Nah, that's you not my birthday. That. You put that on your thing. I always put nine the wrong eight, shit. Eight. Don't fuck with me. I'm on CPT, but I'm early. Cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Early. Niggas just early. Yeah, it comes no, out, on it the wheel, Kevin. Comes out September eighth. Um, <laughs> I said I've said this in a couple. I, artistically. Uh, it's one of the best things that I've ever been able to be involved with. Awesome. And that's saying a lot because you have a crazy history as well. Uh, it just, I think the process, because Chalk and I have two totally different processes and they work really well together. I'm like, I'm like one of those guys, I need a head start, kind of like a run up to like, I'll, I started writing stuff probably like, I mean, there's riffs on there I've had for a long time. We just, I would throw it past Chagman. Like, what do you think of this? He goes, it's cool, but why don't you flip it up, flip it on its side like this, and look at it from this angle? Yeah. Um, and we do a lot of that. We're constantly bouncing stuff back and forth, and uh, yeah, it was, um, and it was just getting getting to work, <laughs> getting to work with like Kurt Ballou was amazing, just because he's, I mean, this is a guy who's who's he's. He's literally shifted the paradigm of heavy music. He's like King King fucking Midas right now. That yeah. dude, yeah, yeah. Every record, um, every record he works on is just like. And then the whole Death Wish team in general, mm -hmm. they, they're guys. They're they're all people that have like artistic concept. It's not just about like, oh yeah, well, we're just gonna stick it out there and see what happens. And I've been on labels which have been like that, like, well, you never know. We're just gonna put it out there. They literally, they really, really give a fuck about. Not just the artist and the product, but they're also very much about not fooling the listening public. Which sure, a lot, right. There's there's a lot of that that goes on in the industry, which it's like people are trying to trying to fake it and fool people. Mm -hmm. And we just are like 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 Chaka said something earlier. Whether you like us or not, it doesn't matter. To us, we're just trying to write stuff that will heal ourselves, mm -hmm. you know. And that's sure. a big I thing. get it. And. Uh, you know, and hopefully someone else. And I think it was yesterday's show, which really got got to me. Was like it was kind of. I would say easily eighty five percent of that audience had no, no idea who the hell Burn was. Absolutely. And Afropunk. Yeah. Right. Off to give it context. Off, yeah, right. off yeah. The, off the get go, instantly 
it was they were right here. Sure, that's and fucking that's dope. Like, that shit was fucking yeah, lit. Just, that's that connection I think that we all look for in music. Of like, course, even with your audiences that you where where that room pops and it's mm -hmm. like. You know, and I'm saying stuff that I've said. Can, Every, people can, can, can yeah, I pick sure. this up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be because I want to, I want and it's really important based off of, is this one just as yeah, good? Yeah, so yeah, Gavin, yeah. Good. You can touch yeah. When, when yeah. Gavin, so we were, Gavin, Gavin, because I, I want to bring together the Afropunk piece and what Gavin was awesome. talking about in terms of his process, right? Because yeah. Gavin, I mean, I'm a, Absolution is my favorite hardcore band, right? I mean, obviously I, I love Fucked on Hardcore, Absolution is my favorite band. There was like some absolution riffs that never really made a song. Ended up in burn shit. So I know Gavin's process. Gavin's riffs are kind of evergreen, right? Mm -hmm. So for this record, and with the we never never did an LP, right? So I never had to be like, okay, shit. Here's ten of Gavin's songs that I gotta try to make some shit pop to. Mm -hmm. Right. So as we had some music, Do or Die, which is uh, which we're releasing tomorrow on Brooklyn Vegan, or releasing on the 29th. Mm -hmm. Was the only song that I had any of the words for. I had the chorus for that immediately. But everything else, like, was written the day before. I would just literally just be holed up in the, the room in Kurt's studio. And I was listening to, like, basically freestyles. Like, I mean, even rappers I didn't necessarily like, but just listening to freestyles because I just wanted that energy. Like, when like, you listen to a rapper freestyle on Hot 97 or Power 105 or whatever, and it's just like, it's just you're in the moment with it and it's dope and you're listening to it. You're, you, don't even, you don't even know if it's dope yet. Right. Because it's just still, you're still in the moment with that. Yeah. Sure. Can I ask you a question about that? So, like, the process of writing songs, right? You know, I right. think when you're singing for a band, you're either, you come up with the lyrics and you have an idea how the sound should be, but right. then go to the side until that sound comes up in the studio. Someone's, like, playing something, you're like... Okay, yeah, I, have, I have a perfect wedding for that, for marriage for that, you know, right. At least this section of the lyrics, right? You know? Right. But what you're talking about is like, you know, you're sort of responding to it like anybody else would, right? You know, like you're hearing that riff and you're That's exactly oh, that's know? exactly what he's saying. And he's saying what everybody else the way anybody else would and and I feel like just bringing it back to like because everyone, if, if you've ever played music, you know how important your music is to you. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes if you feel your music is important and you think your music is too important, then your music ends up not being important. Right. <laughs> so part of me was just like, you know what? Like, I just don't, I, I, I don't care about what the fuck I think. I don't care about whatever. I just want to like almost react in a way that my body would react if I was fucking on stage rocking so with these sure, songs. Sure. Yeah. There you go. And just hearing, and just yeah, yeah. and just heard the 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 words mm -hmm. and pulled shit together. And that's was what so I did for like all the urgency, songs. Urgency to it. That's really what it is. It, mm -hmm. It's all very live because it literally was very live because mm -hmm. the shit all got written that day. Yeah. It was you it know? was amazing to watch it because we we were like. It was funny. These niggas were scared. Let's we, fucking we be were, real. We were, we were literally, we, we would walk by. Gavin, them. you were nervous? They were scared. We went, we went to Kurt's studio. I didn't have, I had one, I had one, one course. I wasn't, I wasn't scared. I don't, I, 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 I have nothing to faith. What I was scared of was watching his process. Mm, gotcha. I was like, I was like, yo, Homie has lost his fucking mind. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, and it, but it was like, and he would come down and do something. I'm like, that shit works. Let's mm -hmm. fucking kill it. Let's go get back up in your room. You know, like, and, yeah. Uh, now that was yeah. that was my creative kind of hideaway, and it was. I mean, bringing it back to graffiti. That's exactly the kind of way I felt when I felt like I wanted to like figure out how to make Expo look better, mm -hmm. right? Sure. When All you're right. first figuring out, okay, I write Jeer, I write Nats, I write you know whatever. I want to make this look better. 
And that's time. when you start to Something spend. different every time. But there's a point. Never there's a, there's yourself, a point right? when you, know, you so, yeah. become a student of graph where you don't go outside. Mm. You don't fuck up. You don't care about girls. No, no, you smoke. It becomes the fucking, thing. You write your tag 80,000 times with the same fucking piece exactly. of paper. Exactly. And that's pretty much what I was doing in that room, yeah, yeah, except yeah. just yeah. like writing the, writing the music. So it's the same kind of honing creative process, you know? Can I do one thing? I want to do a burn-related giveaway. So I will give away one copy of the book, Urban Style, when it comes out. If the first person who writes to me and tells me what was Burns' original name, the first name you came oh, up shit. with. All right, you heard it. You can't say it. You can't say it. I know Free Five just got a new <laughs> album. A new, except for Free Five. Except for anybody it's, knows it. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. Free Five got a new record yeah. play. I know Free Five. Knows Anyone the knows <laughs> the original name of like a, how long was the name? For like a couple of weeks, maybe? <laughs> Nobody knows the answer to that shit. That's what I'm doing. Give it away. Awesome. <laughs> yo, yo, can we talk about, um, check this out real quick. I got it. While we were in the middle of talking, a few minutes ago, I got a text. Shout out to Mark Thousands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He has a, a Love Talismanic coming out and he Huge plays guitar for Leeway. Well, he just texted me and I'm just going to read his text verbatim. He says, Ask Chaka about his solo music. OSC needs to know about it. So I responded, You got it, man. So, Chaka, <laughs> speak about Ooh. your solo music uh, <laughs> on the spot, brother. No, I mean, I like, I grew up spinning hip, uh, I grew up DJing hip hop records. So I, I still have a connection to that music. Um, I've always liked electronic music. So, you know, I have Ghost Decibels is kind of my, it's like, I don't even know what it is. It's just it's a, your moniker. It's an expression. You know what I mean? It's like a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it is a vibe. We vibing, right? This is, yeah, this, this is what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> Shit. This is when you were a publicist out here. Nah, nah, this Not is this is like maybe yeah. this is I don't know, last couple of years maybe. Yeah. Basically because I mean shit man, if you're gonna be like like right now trap music's big, right? I love I love the sound of trap music, okay. right? But think about I'm it, not like not too familiar with it, but it, okay. it's a it's a style of hip hop, right? I know that, but so I think just, about so okay. think about think about if Bowie was alive right now. If Bowie was alive right now and he was young. Right. He probably would have fucked with, you know, 808 Mafia or some other trap music people on his last record. But I'm saying if it was if it was today, so let's say yeah, Bowie yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. it today. Yeah. But now he would have been on to the next thing. So he would have kept doing shit, staying relevant, not staying like drawing from the same fucking well. Right. And I feel like the Ghost Decibels thing for me just is a reminder that I can draw from a well. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's my job to hopefully make serious money once the fucking drink what I draw, mm-hmm. right? But okay. it's just a reminder that I can continue to draw from a well of my choice. Mm-hmm. What does someone call it? Gothic R&B, something like that? I like I like yeah gothic I like gothic, gothic R and B. Yeah, that's a little common. I, I like gothic R and B. It's like having sex in a cemetery. That's when you listen. I listen to Ghost Decibels, but I want to like fuck in a cemetery or something. You know what I mean? Larry Larry White, Larry White screaming Jay Hawkins. So, so where's where the connection from? Like 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 hip hop and hardcore. And graffiti is it? Were they always like these three? It's all street. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I it's, know, it's, it's but for you personally, for you, personally. for me personally, I appreciate that. I, I got. I was in the hip hop. I didn't know nothing about hardcore. I got into hardcore by mistake because my old sister <laughs> sprayed oven cleaner in her eye and I had to fucking take her to the hospital. My mother was fucking pissed at me. Wait a minute. What? You can't just talk no, about this. Let me finish this shit. I think there's a good story here. I want to hear the oven cleaner story. Fuck. We're still going. All right. So I'm like, yeah, this is like, I mean, 80. 
86, 87 maybe. Okay. So my mother had a Walkman. So I was like, Mom, can I borrow your Walkman while you take her into the doctor, right? Okay. And so, like, I, you know, <laughs> scrolling through the radio, I come across um, NYU. Yeah. And it was the new oh. afternoon show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, I forgot, I mean, um, Throbbing Gristle, maybe I think, was something that got played. That's so um, cool, man. And then they played, like, a, a Salad Days, uh, Salad Day, Minor Threat Salad Days. I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. and then they're like, yeah, something spermicide, crystal <laughs> chaos, Thursdays. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna write that down. I need to watch. I need to listen to this shit. And dude, her voice was so fucking hot. I was like, I started listening to that shit. Then I started going to some records, blind records. That's how I met you. Some records. So I didn't, so I never stopped liking hip hop, but the hardcore thing just kind of developed. I don't think I got another track. That's a funny thing, actually. I want to say about that. I feel like almost anybody who was in the hardcore scene. They, they love Public Enemy when they came Fun, out. Yeah. They love fucking KRS. Yeah. Okay. They love they love anything that was kind of hard. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like no one was like, like that was like when we first oh, when we first started Burn. Not I mean, I, like the music that used to come out of that house yeah. was. So like everything from Sade was big Sade. for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Love Sade. Yeah. Huge for us. <laughs> Still to this day, yeah, like, love Sade. Jingle de lunch. Jingle de lunch. Uh, crucifix. Fuck, I, mean, I love them. Perpetual Mobile, that's like, a great record. Um, Remember that? The KRS, that's the like, Boogie Down Production Mobile, was on the Steady LP. Rotation. Oh, hell yeah. Mm. You know? But here's a funny thing that I Also, I the altercation think... demo for me, just to keep okay. it 100. Yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> but there's, yeah. there's something that's that's crazy. Did, yeah. There's something that hasn't been brought up, which I think is pretty much very important to this whole discussion, is that clubs downtown, just in general, going to house music or, or, or you know, reggae or anything like that, Everything was below 14th Street, and everybody was constantly just going to wherever they could get in free. Mm-hmm. Right. And it'd be graffiti writers hanging out there. Because you know. we broke. Yeah, exactly. Yo, Sane is working at MK. He's like, he's like, come yeah. to MK. You know, I'll get you, I, I got, get I you for free. Right, 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 smoking, right, smoking right. weed. He's like, yo, this is Delta 2, man. He's doing pieces. You know, like, yeah. and everybody's like, oh, you know, <laughs> you're just hanging out there. Just like, fucking if, smoking if weed. If you go like this, <laughs> we did the, uh, the Koch and Crew screwing you piece. No. Oh, that was fucking scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Sane did that that kind. Uh, the roof. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, lost his coach. Yep. Coach yeah. crew or screen. Yep. That was beautiful because, though, man. Because right. Romero and them, the guys from Vandal Squad, went to Howard, the manager, and were like, "Yeah, he's one of the most one of the da da da." And they, and they fucking just threw him under the bus. I, I think to me that was, did, was such a piss off because those people were so like. Pseudo, they're pseudo street culture. They're like so, like you know, all about Keith Herring and Basquiat. Da 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 da. after a certain tax bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right. you buy their paintings. That's yeah, cool. Exactly. You, come in, you know, like, you know, right, MK, good, places like that. The, yeah. Eric uh, goes all these guys club, who were, man. That was who were cool. Mars was crazy. That was Mars was awesome. I love fucking. I loved it, man. You know, it was like fucking down in the basement. Yeah. No, no, Mars the club. Rudolph M A double R. Rudolph, who was like a legendary club club promoter. He had oh, the dancing. He was a manager at the Anceteria at the tunnel, but he owned Mars, and that place was. It was huge, man. It was fucking four story club. Yeah, man. everyone hung out. All like, yeah, when, when the meat, when the meat packing, floor. when the yeah. meat you know, packing like, district still smelled like old meat. <laughs> 
and old hookers. Mm. <laughs> old tranny hookers. Sometimes it was the same thing. I guess it was like, like limelight for me, and that's where I went. No, it was better. Limelight was still good, man. Limelight was nice. This was a little different, but limelight was nice. So there was some overlap crab wise, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. 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 My wife yeah. over there is a big limelight fan. Early 90s limelight Sundays was my shit. Really? Rock and roll church Sunday night at the limelight. I was all over smoking dust. Phone party. Phone party. Actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me personally, not to go yeah. too deep fucking nuts. Not to go too deep off subject, but I think that's the first time I met you. Actually, Orange Nine Millimeter and my old band, we played a show together. We opened up for Deftones before. What show? Orange Nine did a bunch of shows with Deftones. Yeah, it was at Limelight, and it was. I don't at know. Limelight? Yeah, it was at Limelight. They it, we, it was a different headliner. That was that was my clone. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was definitely. <laughs> that, was, that was a big night. Because it was exactly. supposed to be a, <laughs> yeah. it supposed to be a different headliner, and they canceled. And then we were you know we were hoping to play with that headliner. And then all of a sudden we heard about this band, the Deftones. We never heard of them before. This is before this is before the first album came out. What year is this? No, it would have been. It would have to have been. It yeah. would have to have been. Well, fuck, was it before that? Because it was before the first album dropped. Because they would. I have the cassette that they gave out that was promoting it from Maverick Records. Gotta like be ninety five and ninety six. I think that album came That's out. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. you know. You know what? I think I'm vaguely. That was like some kind of a weird industry show or something weird. That's what it was. That's right. Madonna was there. Apparently, yeah. Okay. And all this shit. <laughs> okay. Um, but whatever. I mean. Just yeah. Yeah. What year was this? Ninety five. Ninety six. It would have been. Pro- it would have had to have been ninety five. Yeah. Last right. time. Yeah, last time the I went to the. Sense. Yeah. Last time I even went to the limo, it was like ninety four. I was so sick of it all and. After that, it was like a closed. Yeah, because I think I think Adrenaline came out in '96, right? Yeah. But uh, one thing I want to go back to your hip hop question. Mm -hmm. Um, I think anyone that grew up in New York, you can't help but being either influenced or into Mm -hmm. hip hop. Sure. Like yeah, it's all around. Like back in 1982, you know. I was wearing shell top Adidas with fat laces, crease, Lee jeans. Me too. My first hip hop show. My first live show I went to was. uh, Africa Bombada, Planet Rock, summer 1982, uh, US Skates. How, how yeah. fucking great is that? Yeah. US Skates is fucking crazy. US Skates? No, I was out in the sticks listening. Oh, I just said US Skates. USA Skates. They used to give you all the fucking passes. You know, like when it was going to be a half day in school, you get the USA roller rink. So when you mentioned that, what's the connection? Hip hop, hardcore graffiti, it's all that we grew up with. Yeah. Can't separate one thing. Yeah, it's all one and the same. It's all street culture shit. It's street culture, it is. It's straight up. That again last night. We Afropunk to me was a huge showing of like how magnificent street culture is mm-hmm. on 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 let's say citywide and even global scale. Um, there was just so the energy there was just so amazing. Where was it actually? It was in Morris, a Commodore Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Commodore that, Park. Yeah, we played they, there. I think they do it there every year. Yeah, you, so played, you played there one time. Two thousand, just recently. Two years ago, you Two played years it. Ago, yeah. And, yeah, and it was in the same place. That yeah. skate stage. Yeah, Commodore Park or something like that. I think that logistically, it's a beaut- It's really great. A great space. I think it really was a really nice festival. Yeah, 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 really yeah. That shit I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was a band a called festival. Death played that. Oh, a band called Death. Well, a Death. 
Oh, the band. The death. band death. Yeah, but not they death. Played? Oh, right. But no, not, not that death. death. Not that death. A yeah. Death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The real death. death. Yeah, the real death. Yeah, the old the old the old the old Commodore band. Barry Park. Yeah, the Tro- the Commodore band from Barry. Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's speaking yeah. of bands, hardcore bands. So. Yeah, the yeah. A legit black metal band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the death metal band. No, from the seventies, right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, from like the seventies. And there's there's a documentary a band called Death. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's why I heard it. That's why I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. from like Detroit the or something right. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, Detroit. Crazy, man. it's a great documentary if you're gonna watch oh, it too, man. It's fucking great. What were you gonna say, Freddie? Speaking of bands, speaking uh, of bands, hardcore. I'm doing a Urban Styles mixtape to go along with the book. Oh, so that's I'm awesome. Putting cool. bands that had graffiti writers in them and also playing the bands. So, for example, one of Gab's old bands, uh, Diamond Sixteens, on it. Yeah. Frontline. Um, they collapsed. I don't know if anyone knows about Frontline. Was Mackie's first band in 1981. Oh, oh, they no were shit. all graffiti writers. Yeah. Uh, there's a band called Adam 12, official Rebs, talking about Rebs. Rebs was in yeah. Uh, the band Loud and Boisterous, which is Lukey Luke's first band in 1985. <laughs> so it's only it's about 10 bands in the Urban Style yeah, Mixtape. Hopefully awesome. I get uh, I'll try and get Demise. Uh, Gear sang for Demise back in 88, 89. <laughs> With Hoya. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Gear was the original Demise singer, yeah. and um, but we can't find any. His old practice tapes, right? Fuck no, man. <laughs> like, like Hoya said, thank God there was no fucking cell phones back then. You know, it's like, <laughs> so it's a just ten bands. We had that graffiti and hardcore connection. New York. And is that going to be coming out along with the book? Yeah, or it's after it's, the book drops. It's along with the book. It's a giveaway with the book. It won't be for sale. It'll okay. be up online. Oh, that's so fucking awesome. Anyone man. doesn't have a cassette player? Which nice. Quite a lot of people don't. So oh, that's fucking cool, man. I want to ask you guys what you feel about like what the state of of street art and graffiti and hardcore. And what you feel about. That is a good question. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna answer that. That's a good question, though. Man. I've asked the same question in the book, and what's the one, question? The street art related. Yeah, uh, like how, what, like how it evolved graffiti and hardcore. Uh, hardcore. Like evolved yeah, no, the sure. street yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. What do you All feel about it? Right. Um, what do you feel about street art? What they call street a, art? There's now? an old, there's an old saying: is that society gets like nowadays. Right nowadays, society gets the graffiti it deserves, and <laughs> I think that we deserve a lot more poignant graffiti. Um, I think there's a lot that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. the current climate um, and I think it's, it's something that we've talked about in music or how I'm, I'm not a big fan of, of nostalgia um, I try to move forward with stuff that we do and right now we need progressives mm-hmm. we need forward thinkers you know in all forms of art music mm-hmm. you know dance what have you we need people that are going to push us to where we need to go Netic, Netic Rebel last night from stage, from the from the uh, green stage, said, "Let's make America great at last." Mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Let you know we have yet to be as this country has yet to be as great as as the it has the possibility, the to potential be, to be. You mm. know, you know, not we we can't go back. We 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 can't. You know, we come from a fist fight. Mm-hmm. We come. We can't go back to that. We have to evolve past that. Mm-hmm. You know, we come from a very bloody brawl. Um, because, in all honesty, as much as Americans like to think of how civilized it is, it's nothing. It's nothing more than pirate culture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pirate culture straight across the board. That's what. That's what founded this country, and we have to evolve past that. You yeah. know, and I think that street art. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what, what comes of it because I have, you know, I've said it a bunch of times is that boredom is a catalyst of genius, mm-hmm. and somewhere there's there's you know, 
there's two kids fiending over this, you know, this black book that like that have these outlines that no one's ever seen and mm-hmm. like these yeah. I- these ideas of fades and colors and like mm-hmm. or maybe someone someone has just come up with with an icon some kind of a single, you know, a single piece graphic, a one line drawing that he's going to put out there, and he's going to put it somewhere, and someone's going to see it, and it's going to it's going to be that like, I get you, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like there's like weird things in street art, like people that like the guy who used to do the shadows with the tar mm-hmm. oh, back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was great. Or the guy who used to do his little the brush, potato the, and shit in the ground. Yeah, and those guys used to do the little brush, the little brush yeah. stroke dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, in the like, perm spots, yeah. like weird shit like that. <laughs> I, um, it just wakes you up while you walk yeah. around, you know. Yeah, it's like, and it's it's stuff that makes you think, if even for a second. It's art like that that I think is really really important. Hmm. Um, you know, it's it's because that I mean that right there it's, it shows it gives someone something to do that they're they're passionate about, and might it might just inspire other people to do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. no disrespecting tended here at all I'm not you know saying anything like that I, I'm a little more pessimistic about it you know like you know I, I feel like and not being nostalgic either you know what I mean I, I do think that most people aren't being allowed in you know what I mean I think that's that's the state of this country and that's what it's always been you know the majority of people just aren't allowed in mm-hmm. you know that's why hardcore fucking you know came to be because it started out at what, like A7, like five people, and they yeah. had seven bands. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and yeah, they all exactly. for, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. fucking, you know. Yeah. So, it, and, oh, and, that, really and that, you know. Yeah, you only had one drink. It's the same with graffiti, <laughs> right? You know, it's like, you know, if you're looking at, you know, what, what would compel some kid to go on a fucking subway tunnel, write something. It's like he's just like I just want to be. I just want to be counted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I just really, want to. I, really I exist. Point. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, the same sure. hardcore. You know, I fucking exist. I don't care. I'm not pretty. I'm not fucking smart. But I'm fucking here, mm. and you're gonna fucking listen to me, and wow. you keep brushing me off. You know wow, what I mean? That's, that's so an, fuck you. That's I love incredible, that. man. I love yeah. that. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's, yeah. that's really incredible. That's that's the way I think. You know, I love the way you think. I think it's voiceless. Yeah. People need people need that voice. And I, I, I fully, fully support your viewpoint on that. Yeah. And, and when you think about what the streets used to look like back in the 80s and late 70s and how many of those voices fans were out, out there. They were just out there. <laughs> Everywhere. I mean, on every know. train. Remember what the trains used to look like back oh, yeah, in the day, man? Was, you know, it like, was insane. Mm-hmm. And they just look, wanted to name Look at all those up. people who fucking died. They died from AIDS. Mm-hmm. And no one gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. No one even shake their hands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there were people who were smart enough. They knew. You know what I mean? They were like, it's not transferred by a fucking handshake you mm-hmm. can hold a fucking subway pole sure. you don't have to fall all over the train mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like it, during rush hour it's, it's crazy shit like that but it, you know that's what makes me angry still mm-hmm. that's that's never been ameliorated mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like mm-hmm. and and in some ways I feel like enough hasn't been done which is why I agree with Gavin what he's saying sure it's about progressive voices of it's really about and it's not progressive voices like you know like whatever you know like that we're hearing now yeah exactly you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean it's like it, I think it's you can't have new solutions with old thoughts right. you know what I mean right. it's yeah. like that's just recycling you no know absolutely I mean? like, you know and I think I mean? one of the things that it's fallen into is like now is like and I, I mean 
is the whole let's blame it on the millennials mm -hmm. kind of thing. Oh, well, that's fun though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's blame it on the millennials, them and the, them and their ironic facial hair and their man buns. Right. And this and that. Well, you know what? It's the, let's bring that back to society. Gets the graffiti it deserves. Mm -hmm. We created that. Bang. Mm -hmm. We exactly. created that. Yeah. Okay. So how do we remedy that? How do how do you, clippers? How do you, you know. Clippers. Yo, get out of my head. I was gonna say just walk around random and cut them off. Yeah, there was, think there about was, it. They, they, there was they, that one guy on YouTube who was doing that. Not, yeah, but he had a big thing. stupid mustache it's beyond, too. It's beyond. It's beyond. It's beyond like the facial hair, all that stuff. I don't give a fuck about. It's the entitlements. Mm -hmm. It's the you know, you know. I'm just waiting for my real life to start, kind of. Yeah. And you're being fooled if you really believe that like. <clears throat> oh well, you know what? By the time I'm 25, I'm gonna have it. You know, if you've got it down like that, God bless you. But I'll tell you what: until then, you better swim for that fucking life preserver. Yep. Like there, like the water is on fire. Because yeah. it's true. Yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. Because you know what? If you're gonna be sad when you get to that point in your life, mm -hmm. and it hasn't all fallen into your lap. Right. I can say this now at 49 years old, that. Everything that I have, I've worked for. I've worked really yep. hard, and I've really, yep. like I've made a point of really like trimming the bushes a lot when it comes to like my social structure and the people that I keep around me. I don't keep people around me that have any intent on going to sleep the same version of who they were when they woke up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's you know that every generation bitches about the one that's coming after them though. You know what I mean? Like it's just well, what, happens. Yeah, the thing is, what are we doing to you know? educate them, and what are we giving them mm. to inspire them to do better? Mm. What are we giving that last generation? Paris fucking Hilton? Yeah, no, <laughs> are you fucking kidding no, me? No, I agree we, with you 100%. We've created what I call a Hiltonite structure. Mm -hmm. We have people like, oh, well, I can be famous just because I've got, like, I can go out and buy likes on Instagram, shit like that. But they've so, absorbed dissent. They figured it out, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, dissent happened. They didn't know what to fucking do with, like, hardcore. Well, you can buy likes on Instagram. And they were like, yo, you know what we're going to do? We're going to fucking, <laughs> we're going to start a label. Mm -hmm. and we're you can buy likes on Instagram, like, for real? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. That's some you buy any yeah. of that shit, of course, dude, it's insane, shit. dude. It's insane. Oh, it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, views you know, on you YouTube. When I, I see, I see a lot of people that are in bands on our level. They've, you know, they've, they've got like easily, like maybe let's say, you know, like fifty thousand followers. God bless. Mm. You know, we we've, we've we've got all, all our all of our stuff that we've got in social media has been gained organic. Yes, yeah, same, yeah, here. Yeah, same here. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. You know? There's people out there that, that don't they'll, but the they'll do is, the Facebook but Here's the thing about it is that the, the validity or the validation of that whole structure in itself and what that does, like every time you look at it, oh, I got another like, there's a dopamine rush that mm -hmm. you get when you see that, mm -hmm. which is one of the reasons that I try not to walk, walk around with my phone too much mm -hmm. because yeah, I'm, down, I mean, I'm, I'm a fucking, you know, I'm a, I, I'm, a, I'm a garden variety alcoholic. I'll get my eye however I can. If it's getting on, fiending on likes, I'll, then I'll get it that way. <laughs> <laughs> fiending on I'm likes. fucking going out on Instagram, but you know, it's like, um, but we can't bitch about these fucking kids, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Mm -hmm. Because what are we giving them to fucking show them any better? Mm. Wait, why yeah. is that our problem? Well, because it's the problem for the generation after. Well, yeah, we're supposed no, to no, set but the I mean, example. Like, well, you know, like we, I, I, I like to think, and I think this is true because we're a bunch of fucking weirdos from the get go. Took responsibility for ourselves. But we as human beings, on our we own, have, we as human beings. Kids. Our main purpose, and this is the closest I will get to metaphysics, 
on this planet is to be of service to other people. And that I agree and with. If I, I see someone that I feel that they're what they're in, you can say like, oh, well, they're doing their path, they're on their path and that's their journey. But, okay, if we're gonna let them go, I'm gonna try to prevent the other, another one from going in that path because, mm. you know, yeah, no, no. That, and this isn't about musical musical taste and fucking facial hair and ironic armpit hair and all that fucking crap. Ironic armpit hair. <laughs> you know, Purple. But it's, it's just awesome. It's well, there's a, there's a selfishness to, to everything now, you know what I mean? There's a selfishness and, a, and an entitlement to yeah. it that I, I think really, it's, I think it's blocking some great minds. Yeah. yeah. I think it's stopping people from actually... Actu- from actualizing potential. Mm. Can I but share it, something really quick? Sure. Yeah. Speaking, and I think that all of you are kind of, in my in my view, are agreeing with each other. <clears throat> sure. In the sense that the growth thing is natural, where you're going to have you're going to have a, a, a generation that sees things differently, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that what the difference between, in, in in my view, potentially is the generation that that precedes maybe my generation is that their whole approach to getting their will done is too easy, potentially. Mm. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Despite the swiping, the swiping, the swiping. Yeah. I mean, your parent, the old story about, we used to have to walk uphill both ways to go to school. Sure. No one knows what that is anymore. Yeah, no, no. Now it's all swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah. If you think about, just real, 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 real quick, Gavin. If you think about what, and, because, and you'll get this, you're a wonderful guy when it comes to working on building muscles. You, you have to carry the thing <laughs> back and forth to build up the understanding, sure. to build up the, fuck, I, I deserve this. Yeah. I'm, now I know what it's like to earn a beer at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. If you just have a beer and you're eight o'clock in the morning, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Wonderful, but if you have a beer at the end of the day, you had a great, that beer feels so that much That fucking beer is so much more delicious. Exactly, <laughs> and what I'm saying is, are we, giving, are we yeah. giving that generation an opportunity to earn that cold beer, metaphysically? Right. I yeah, think, and we're not. I, I personally think we're doing just as good as the last generation, honestly. I mean, because when I was a kid growing up, besides the sort of um, what family, how, how the, the point of, about like family, how important that was, but culturally, I had to find my own way. But, but uh, what was yeah, in my yeah, heart, my yeah. passion, I had to find it my own way. I think the frustrating thing about it right now, though, is like we're supposed to be progressing as people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. And like, oh, I, do, and I, I, don't, I don't disagree, I, man. We are, and just, I think just the way the world is right now mm-hmm. and the way fucking politics are right now, it's just everybody. Like, I mean, Social myself, media like, does not it, help. And like, I'm frightened. No, and like, and I try to put my phone down as much as possible. Like, sure. And I like, I'm, I'm, I'm almost done with Facebook. Mm-hmm. And like, Instagram is a little entertaining because it's just pictures but then sometimes people post <laughs> political shit too and I'm like fuck Instagram man and I'm like pictures. no one's talking yeah you know and I'm like I'm, like, I'm like, sick of people's opinions on yeah, Facebook exactly. and shit yeah. like that I, I can't take it anymore I'm almost done with it if I didn't have a business I wouldn't be doing it same here you know what I mean and it's can, like can yeah, it's, it's a great <laughs> promotional tool you know but yeah. but I was saying like you know as a society and as people we're supposed to be progressing and it's we're fucking seen to be going backwards and it's just frustrating Freddie I was thinking uh, what you mentioned about thinking about previous generation mm-hmm. like millennials mm-hmm. my thing is not to get too I try not to get too jaded or mm-hmm. sarcastic like for example like trap music you know I don't particularly uh, I love trap I love <laughs> trap that's music but that, that's, 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 that's a new thing right? Right? so that's, yeah. that's an interesting that's, that's Freddie's thing. Older, yeah. older than me oh, oh, much oh, older. that could just be chalk that could just be chalk of having an open mind Freddie's from the older generation no but I'm saying I'm saying I do have I do have an open mind right trap they can do that same thing in hardcore you could hear what they call the new hardcore style whatever that may be I try to 
get jaded about it. It's mm -hmm. not my thing, but right. I still support it because right. it's still sure. something new being done by people that are half my age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not jaded about it. I'm hopeful uh, about it. We've, right. played, we've played in our playing level. We're going out with like, okay, come back, kid. They're, they're pretty seasoned veterans, but we're going out with Jesus Peace, who are yeah. bombastic. Yeah, Jesus Peace know? has a fucking crazy ass Jesus buzz, Peace, man. We've played with Vane, who are just, I, I, I was so impressed. That, yeah, like, they just know, played this as hardcore, Jesus yeah. Peace and Vane. And Vane. Yeah. 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 yeah, fucking and, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, there, there is, I, I'm, I'm extremely hopeful about mm -hmm. it. You know, but it's funny because like Chaka talks about this whole swipe culture. It's like, you know, and, and back in my day, we used to, back in my day, you had to actually meet a girl and convince her that you were charming enough to sleep with. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't just it wasn't just like a filtered selfie, you know, like you know. But don't we sound like old men though? No, we are. I don't think that we do because we're all still actively participating in the paradigm. We do. I agree. You could call a girl on the phone, whereas before that, generations before, you had to walk to their house to go get a date. The progression and the changes will stay interesting. You're right. You're right. I get you. It'll stay interesting. I mean, you're right to say, are you being a dick? Are you being jaded? But it's also good to be like, you know, older and then just not being comfortable with stuff that. Younger kids are comfortable with. Honestly, like, I, my, my shit right now, like, you know, honestly, like I gotta I gotta thank Sergio for this. I was in I was living in London for a couple of years, and Deftones mm -hmm. played out there, mm -hmm. and um and I was hanging out with them backstage. Somebody was playing some music that was horrible. Mm. It's hard. I thought it was horrible. Right. And I just like made some face, and like Sergio kind of like said to me on the low. He's like he's like yeah, you like you don't gotta judge it. You don't gotta you can like it or not, but you don't gotta judge it. Don't judge right, it. Right, right, right. And he said it in just the most kind of even way. And I was like, you know what? You're right. You're right, yeah, dude. Yeah. And what that does is that actually opens me up to be able to be a better creator, right? Sure, yeah. of course, man. So that's been kind of my thing. Like, if I'm not getting something, let me not judge it. Let yeah. me just continue to get yeah, more information. Sure. I'm the same. If I do like something, I'll go towards, more towards right. it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like I'm kind of like the same way when it comes to music. Like, there's certain bands. It's like, yo, people might love them. You know what? Maybe they're great at what they do. Mm -hmm, if right. you like them and you feel it and you vibe off of that, have at it, enjoy yourself, and let that shit speak to you. Mm, right. Like it might not be for me, but I'm not gonna judge you what you vibe off of. You right. know what I mean? You're supposed to, you feel the music that you you know you gravitate towards shit that speaks to you that you identify with that you right. feel. Just because I don't feel it doesn't mean that you can't. I'm not gonna judge exactly. you because you like. Whoever, you know what right. I mean? Right. And so also, I, also just trying to not judge the music as it's playing, which is sure, a little harder sure. even. But <laughs> oh, shit. I also think that just something that comes naturally, I don't think it has anything to do with musicians or not being a musician. I mean, people just have a, like, a gut reaction. It's like eating food that you don't like. You just are disgusted by it, it's or you're just turned off by it. Like, I think yeah, it's so. a real, like, simple, emotive yeah. reaction that just happens when you hear something, you're like, this is disturbing. I don't like the way this fucking sounds. Yeah. You know, um, but you're right. It's good to not. I mean, I I have to work to try on not myself to, to try not think, to think, to, think, to, think about think about think about any of the masters. Think about like the master chefs. The master mm -hmm. chefs are showing TV, mm -hmm. right? They know what they're doing, and if it's not done perfectly, then what is it? Yeah, you're right. It's it's shit. Yeah, right. You're right. You're right. Gordon Ramsay is a pretentious. Yes, I mean, I mean, what I'm saying is, in in supporting the whole thing, like 
What, when you feel like you, if you're a musician, no, I'm just saying, if, if, you, if, if you've been playing music, if you've been running a bar, if you've been a publisher or, or an, an acupuncturist, if you've been running a gym, if you've been uh, out there building shit in the world, after a while, you feel like, okay, fuck, I think I pretty much have an idea of how to do this with some level of proficiency. Right. right. And you when do. You, you do, though. And you do, and you do. And when new things come about, you have to explore them and say, is, is that a better way to right. do what I've been doing? Sure. Will I gain more clients if, if I'm out there trying to sell a commodity or will I feel more fulfilled if I so I mean no 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 cheer no no cheer 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 so can we dial this back dial it back because because that right there just what you said right there is amazing because that also goes back to like Okay, what about the fucking thirteen-year-old kid who invented hardcore? Mm-hmm. Right. You know or what I mean? Where the, the, the fuck did the that kid, come the from? first kid yeah. that wrote, what what the first the kid that tagged up. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Graffiti's crude, man. Like, yeah. Hardcore's crude. This is crude music, man. But it's, it's raw. It's primitive. Finesse thing. But it did. It, it didn't did. exist before that. It's right. right. You're right. You know what I mean? Right. And it's new. It's like doo-wop. So it's part of the evolution of human beings, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like when you think about like doo-wop and then like R&B and then soul, hip hop, all of this shit. You know, it's like hardcore graffiti artists. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Superior beings. Yeah, man. It's incredible. Like you know, go on to. I'm waiting, the universe better. I'm waiting for, for, for graffiti to, to infiltrate. I'm down with that shit, I'm, 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 is, I'm down with that 100%. Let's do it. I'm making the universe better. Let's exactly. do it. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, I am surprised I we haven't seen graffiti infiltrate <laughs> the internet. Like, I have never seen. In what seen, sense? Tell me yeah, how you know what, how, how I mean, Imagine, you like, you see how, like, you know, back in the day, you see tags on a fucking building. Imagine, like, somebody fucking, like, somehow fucking jack somebody's Hack, website. And yeah, there is. Like, hacking, that exists. Yeah. That totally exists, and there's, like, pieces on people's websites. They, they, they gotta go and paint it over, like, All the real shit. hackers have tags, and no, you like, might... So think, think about it like this. So think about it. So you have two hackers, right? One's a black hat hacker, one's a white hat hacker. Mm-hmm. They may know each other. Mm-hmm. They both have names, and they're both known They're both known in their circles. Right. One's working for the government, the other one's working for the fucking person that's trying to embezzle the loot. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like... Like graffiti, and they will try to go over each other. But right? I mean, is there an artistic aspect to it? Of, of course, they will say it's magic. They'll say I guess it's you're art. Right. I guess, it's but visually, it's a visual. Like you know I don't I mean? know if there's a. I haven't seen any saying, hacked I mean, like websites. Visual aspect. I haven't seen any like hacked websites. Yeah, you yeah. have to really yeah, speak the language, amazing, I think, to be man. able to understand that. Maybe That's it's going nuts. that way. You know, those two worlds will come yeah, together. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I mean, we're 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 evolving like with. Technical shit more than yeah. you know what I mean. Like, right. like technology is is moving faster than we can. Sure. You know what I mean. Sure, yeah. So and like I have a hard time grasping like a fucking computer stuff and all. You know what I mean. You're like a fucking bar and all you do is fucking party. Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and pick your That's, belly button on yeah. fucking oh, Florida beaches. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding, bro. That's I'm it. Gavin is. Chuck gonna hit like that. He yeah. made a face. I judge that. Yeah. <laughs> I judge that. <laughs> I'm only 23. I look like <laughs> shit. I'm here with you. I know. Get upstairs. Yeah. Get to work. That's awesome. Yeah, it's all peaches. It's all I, I, I want to make sure we get the uh, mention for the Diablo fish. Oh, hell that, yeah. Absolutely. Before we do that, if you don't mind, I just want to, because Gavin here, my man Gavin Van Vlack, he was caught in traffic. He was. On his way here. And when, while we were just initially introducing us, you know, ourselves to the listeners. But I had mentioned your uh, Instagram and your Facebook, you know, Physical Culture Collective. Mm-hmm. So feel free, please, my friend, to speak about your gym. Um... I own a facility in Bushwick, Brooklyn called Physical Culture Collective slash Diamond Heart Muay Thai. Um, 
it's uh, it's it's kind of weird because I went from uh, running a really super successful consulting business and uh, private personal training practice to opening a gym, which it's so funny because like I train so few people now and I change out so much toilet paper. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, my job really is to make sure that my coaches, uh, my coaches that I have there are happy and my staff is happy and. Uh, you know, make sure that things run correctly, like any business, to make sure that, I mean, let's be real about it. This business was run on profits, so I have to make sure that we maximize profits. If we don't maximize profits, my staff doesn't get paid. Mm. I don't get paid. We don't eat. It's, you right. know, it's like I have a responsibility to those people. Um, that, in the more ethereal sense of what we do, is we try to get people to fall back in love with movement. Mm. Through you know, We teach martial arts. We have jiu-jitsu. We have Muay Thai. Um, and I'll put the big plug in right now for what I'll, I'll say, and people are going to think I'm not saying this, but exercise is fucking unnatural. Mm. We're the only species that chooses to exercise, yeah. and it's basically because we've we've forgotten how to move. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to we have to prescribe exercise now so people can learn to move. So okay, now you've learned these movements and you've got these great movements. What do we do? Let's try to get you employed in some kind of play. Now it doesn't have to be Muay Thai or Jiu Jitsu or Judo or wrestling. It could be basketball. It could be rock climbing. Now here's the cool thing about those forms of play is that they involve other people mm. which is something that we're drastically lacking in mm. we need to have more socialization in mm. our lives mm. that's one of the things that's great about like you know about hardcore and graffiti is that sure. there's there's socialization and mm-hmm. we sure. we meet other people mm-hmm. um, it's a fucking freak show yeah, but it's yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah but it's i mean so so are gyms especially martial arts gyms martial arts gyms are weirdo magnets yeah because you get people that really i mean it's like we kind of like you get you get to put on a superhero cape a little right. bit you so know? so you mean like if i got you in a full nelson you think you'd be able to get out of it that probably was. Okay. Yeah, I'm just it. saying. I'm just sticking it through, throw it to yeah. the wall, see if it sticks. I'll, I'll film it. Yeah. I'll, I'll film I it. I don't have a fucking neck, dude. <laughs> I know you don't. You know. It's fucking shoulders. Yeah, like we're side of his shoulders. I just yeah, want to see that. I said that being facetious, yeah. fellas. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I mean, that's the whole thing. Is it beyond beyond that? Whole He's thing. like, yeah, probably why. Yeah. <laughs> beyond that whole thing, what? what I mean, we try to not make it too much like about combat sports mm-hmm. and more about skill-based play because that's what martial arts really is. And if you look at jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu call themselves players. They play, and that's what it is. Um, you know, it's like you watch two cats or two dogs. Like, they'll play, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what it is. We don't, we don't play anymore. We, somewhere between, between childhood and adulthood, we lost contact with the with the playground, mm-hmm. and that's what makes me so like yesterday, like watching some of the skaters. There was mm-hmm. some so, such talent, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's such a beautiful form of play, mm-hmm. you know. But we need to have that because that helps us get outside of our own heads. Mm-hmm. And sure. I mean, I know that like the, the square space in between these two years. If I hang out here too long, it's fucking Van Vlakistan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's totally fucked up, dude. Yeah. You know, it's like and it is. It's WK fucked, and it's like totally like you know. The radio station that's endorsed by like cocaine and alcohol and all my worst dreams, uh-huh. you know. And uh, oh yeah, I like those dreams. But I mean, that's what it is for me. It was like it was fun today because like I mean today like training. Um, I had to go to DMV, which was just it's always the headache, you know. And I, of course, I usually train in the morning. In the afternoon, I got to, I got to work this afternoon actually with one of my coaches, Naomi Kukson, who she's she's our head coach and she's amazing. And it's just so cool because she has such a cool take on Muay Thai and how she goes about teaching. And 
adjusting someone and like just little nuances and, and just learned so much from someone who I've actually, you know, I've helped her grown as a, grow as a coach. We've known each other forever. And my whole idea was when I first started this, like I want to work with my friends. It's the same thing as the band. Mm. I want to work with my loved ones. I want to work with my friends. I want to work sure. with, sure. I want to create something that's really, really awesome. And I mean, again, I, I do talk about like the main thing about it being a business, but I didn't get into it straight off the get go. It's like, oh, it's, I'm going to make so much money. Mm-hmm. I want to. I love doing stuff that's cool. Sure. The main thing behind Burn is that we think it's really cool. We mm-hmm. love what we do. Mm-hmm. There's a beauty and such a strength and a power behind it. And I think when, when you get someone in, in what we do in martial arts Handle. that can't, that doesn't, that doesn't move well, and you get them able to move, and then you get them able to move well, then you get them able to do like a martial art, and they become good at it, and they get to understand that that's, it's an internal locus of control, mm-hmm. that they can get as good as they decide to become. Sure. It's not about, oh, well, you know, these are my genes, and this is all I got. No, no. You make that decision. Now, does anybody here understand anything about neuroplasticity? Mm. Yeah. Okay, neuroplasticity is a lot like Narnia. Mm. You have to believe in it for it to exist. And we are capable as human beings of such amazing things if we allow ourselves and are patient with ourselves Mm -hmm. to be able to grow that way. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot about like all of the progressives that I work with in, in the fitness in the fitness industry. And these are all people that come from our scene, from the hardcore scene, Jason C. Brown, uh, Coach Fury, Steve Hollander, um, Adam Blake from H2O, all the, the my, my sounding board people. These are people that like, you know, and there's a list of them, a mm. long list. Uh, these are people that in physical culture, as I would call it, think the same way as we do about music. Like we're trying to push this forward mm-hmm. so that everybody, so it includes everybody. So it can be something that like, that anybody can, can take part in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's amazing, man. Cool. Yeah. Well, you heard it from the man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Himself. All right. All We're righty. going a while, huh? Yeah, we got to write Buck 40. Let's, wow. uh, let's, let's get a, this shelf with you. Yeah, well, yeah. What's going on yeah. there with Burn? Burn, you play uh, Burn. Chalk and Gavin, you guys are playing Diablo Fest. Yeah, yeah. It's, yep. it's kind of, it's, I'm dope. It's dope. It's dope. He's not. Yeah, dope. you're dope. I'm dope. <laughs> We're dope. Nah, but on the real. It's dope because because me and um, my friend Sasha Jenkins, who played in 1865, played Wild Incident yep. with Isaac. We went to high school together, so this sort of being able to play the Diablo Fest is kind of dope this year with the Burn record coming out. Um, just kind of a, a nice... I uh, to, to use Jeer's... Uh, what do you think? What, do you, what, was, what were you kind of using that word? Bring it back. I want to circle it back. I want to... What was, what was the thing that you kept saying? I want to bring it back. Dial it back. So we're able to dial it back. Circle back. We're dialing it back. We're dialing it back to Bryant High School, you know, where... Reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah reunion. Where me and Zayko went, went, went to school right, right. for this for this show, so it's kind of dope. Dennis, and obviously you Dennis got family. Ninja oh. Sonic, you know, Ake, Ryan, Ryan. Everybody knows Ryan Bland. Yeah, yeah, he was just on two podcasts ago. He was he was a guest yeah. on the Yeah, he, he's the fucking man. Ryan's Show me the body. He's dope. Gore-Tex. Show me the body who played at uh, PS1, I guess, this weekend. And just, they didn't know what, it was kind of, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because it was kind of what we had at, uh, at uh, Afropunk. Um, Show me the body played. And the security at PS1 had no idea. They had never dealt with a punk rock show. Mm. And these kids, I mean, for us, it would be like, yeah, this is what happens at a show. These poor security guys were just besides themselves. They had no idea. They started to walk people out, and the people 
that run the show are like, no, no, this is what happens. Let it happen. Nice. So nice. hats off to nice. those people. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. man without a plan, Gore-Tex, Black Punk. Gore-Tex, shout out to Gore-Tex, the nonfiction guys. And, and he's, uh, I know that Gore-Tex is on several songs on the new Heavy Metal Kings record that's coming out with Vinnie Paz and Ill Bill. Oh, dope. Dope. Yeah. 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 Shout out to those guys and Vinnie Paz and the Broad Street Breakdown. Man, I think yeah. I mentioned Bad Racket. So, yeah, that's coming uh, this Sunday. This Sunday? That's September 3rd, right? Yep. All right, I, think, yeah. I think we were going to have Candiria play on that, but I don't know what happened. I don't know yeah, what happened. You know, well, I mean, I was going to apologize to you guys after. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, while you're, well, since we've thrown if you, you under the bus. you want to put me on the spot, I mean, you're Wait, welcome hold, to. Hold because on, hold on. Back the bus back up. <laughs> dial it back. Dial that bus back. Dial it you back. You can dial the bus back. <laughs> <laughs> dial back on the bus bit. <laughs> you're welcome to back it over me. Because, but I'll, I'll tell you straight well, up that, have, like, you know. You, you know, just have to tell the people that you, you that we owe them a, a burn Candiria show. Yo, I mean, listen, I, I, you know, on a personal level, I mean, it's something I really, I personally have been trying to, like, make happen. Yeah, we try to make it happen. You know, well, so, yeah. and, and really, like, I was really doing everything in my power. But I mean, you I know, would. I'm not the only guy in the band. There's other dudes in the band. And not that, I, not that anyone in particular, I'm not going to name any names, didn't want to do it. But you know how this shit goes, man. I mean... I would like to, you know, Blast Furnace Productions, I'd like to have a little bit of burn on one of my fucking flies one day. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud or did I just I fucking think that. it? <laughs> Much love. Can I uh, mention the book that. launch one more time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Again. 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 You missed it. You missed it. You missed it. You weren't here. You did miss it. Let us dial it back to the butcher. Dial it back. Dial it back. October 20th, Powerhouse, Brooklyn, New York City. 7 p.m. Powerhouse Arena, 28 Adam Street, Brooklyn. That's correct. We're Urban doing Styles uh, book Sasha Jenkins, uh, Chaka mission before. He's going to be moderating. Uh, I'll have Jeer on it as well. Rest Smog, KR1. Unfortunately, Chaka and Gavin are guys are on tour, so you're going to yeah. miss it. So we'll record for you. October awesome. 20th, uh, you could pre-order the book on Amazon, Urban Styles, Graffiti, New York, Hardcore. Follow and, them on Instagram yeah. at Urban Styles underscore book. Freddie Alva That's underscore correct. NYC. Thank you, Jimmy, for having us. Uh, I want to thank these guys, Chaka, yeah, Gavin, Jeer. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I've known these guys for about, I'm going to say three decades now. Yeah, it's yeah. a long, long, long wow, fucking time, man. And thank to you. touch on, Freddie said earlier in the show that the there's a free giveaway for, for, for one <laughs> Urban Styles book for yes. the first person. I'll, I will honor that. After this podcast drops. The free fives is good. things are expensive. The first person <laughs> to hit up Freddie Alva. Tell me. To tell him what the name of Burns original name before they came up with the name Burn exactly what were they what were they called tentatively you know they were talking about maybe yeah, using that Mr. Softy alright <laughs> <laughs> sounds good and it wasn't a Chuck Malik experience no <laughs> but yo I, honestly that meant that um do you guys edit this at all? Or you just play this. No, straight, straight, straight. <laughs> there ain't no fucking editing whatsoever, bro. This is it. You know what? Because on, permanent record. On my word, because I forgot to mention that the shit's at the Brooklyn Bazaar. No, that's oh, all right. That's okay. Well, you yeah, mentioned yeah, it yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, uh, we'll and we'll, Brooklyn Bazaar we'll, we'll, this weekend. We'll so also, to promote also, it. also, we we're gonna be um we're gonna be streaming Do or Die, which is the last song we'll release before the record comes out. That comes out on the 29th. Uh, Brooklyn uh, Vegan's going to stream Vegan. that. Fantastic. Oh, awesome. There's tomorrow. Yeah, so that's, so that's tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. That's tomorrow. You know what I mean? So Great. look for that. There should be links, uh, you know, uh, for Can the Diablo Fest show. we talk about what label show. it came out on? They, yeah, it came with Death Wish. Death Wish. Death Wish. That's right. Absolutely. Okay, so. We yeah. talk about that. And the record will be available on, on, on the website. On the website, yes. Oh, okay, they're also cool. doing the... Yeah, uh, the pre-order is available right. now. Yeah. Okay, right on. available now. They on Spotify, Bandcamp. Yeah, so much, so much, like, cool, like... 
just artwork. Like they really Jake did a great job. Jake did an amazing job in the artwork, and like the the pressings, the different pressings that we have, just like it's just it's an honor. It's yeah. an honor. Dope. I'm so happy you guys feel about it. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt, man. Feel that way about it. Yeah, Glad man. you guys are back. It's been amazing. back for a while playing. Oh, yeah. new shit. Yeah, good shit. Thank you. Yeah, man. I'm fucking stoked to the new shit. Yeah, shout out to shout out to the new guys in the band too. You got Tyler, yeah, playing Tyler, guys, Tyler, Tyler Tomsky, a boss, and a boss Mohammed. Yeah, mm-hmm. killer I mean, drummer, amazing, amazing yeah. drummer. Both yeah. of them just, I mean, they 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 put in the work. Like, I'm I'm one of those guys that like I'll rehearse six days on, and mm-hmm. they're the same way. Like, <laughs> we will we will go we'll, be like, we'll hit each other <laughs> in the morning and be like, okay, can, what time can we get in today? Just right. To, you know, like because that's what that's what works for us. Yeah. You know? And. They're they're consummate musicians. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they yep. do. Yep, awesome, definitely. And right. su- and support support Gavin's uh, Gavin's gym on Facebook, Physical Culture Collective, and on Instagram at Physical Culture Collective. Follow him at GVV Strong. Yep. Um, also, shout out to Steve Delodovico, who is uh, and DeWolf. Yeah, Amy, Amy Wolf Yates. Publishing House. Yeah, uh, Steve Delodovico and Amy Yates Wolfing. They also. Uh, they put out the City Gardens book. Right, No Slam yeah, Dancing. No Slam Dancing. Right. Yes. Um, it's also on Amazon Prime. There's the documentary called Ride on the Dance Floor right. streaming That's now. Right. Yep. Um, so shout out to those guys. Shout out to the Broad Street Breakdown. Yeah. Um, all those guys. So, uh, yeah, man. All right. All Thank, right. You. Thank, you. Cool. Yo, yo. Thank you. Thank you. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. I, I got one thing to say. What? I got one thing to say to Jimmy. What? We're over we're here, here now. now. Hey, we're over here now. Now we're over here. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah.